this man a guitar. I just want to play video games. <laughs> I did not sign on for an acoustic guitar. This show <laughs> sucks now. <laughs> I want my money back. You didn't pay any money. Give me my fucking money. I want somebody's money. Give me that kids. He's playing video games. He must have some money. That's all he wants. He just wants to play video games. Fuck off. Leave him alone. He just wants to play video games. This is a yeah, long I want to go. I want to go snork some coke. We all have our dreams. This is a long walk for a bit no one will get. Welcome to the Chomp Cast, the official video game podcast of Sword Chomp. Our mission is simple. <laughs> To talk about video games we're playing, to discuss. <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> Is that the dinosaur? I'm back! I don't know why he sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. That's like an homage to the late Gilbert Godfrey. Mm hmm. Welcome to the Chompcast, the official video game podcast of Sword Chomp. Our mission is simple to talk about the video games we're playing to discuss all issues surrounding gaming, and to cultivate a community of like-minded people who want to discuss gaming with each other. Welcome to the month of May. For some people, they can't help but think of the Justin Timberlake meme that says, It's gonna be May, which is lifted from the popular lyric, It's gonna be me. Now, along the lines of self-absorption... <laughs> May. Now, along the lines of self-absorption, there's been a recent trend where people poke fun at others in viral videos for when they freak out or have an entitled episode. A popular quote you can often read on those videos nowadays is, they thought they were the protagonist of the story, as a tongue-in-cheek insult for those people who feel entitled. So, we thought to ourselves, you know what, goddammit, I am a protagonist. Actually, it may be more apropos to say that we want to be the protagonist. But when it comes to video games, if we had a choice of which protagonist we could be, which would we choose and why? We will also read and respond to your takes on this week's question. We will also be discussing the games we've been playing, such as Ayudin Chronicle Rising, Horizon Forbidden West, Trek to Yomi, Rogue Legacy 2, Loot River, and Phantom Brigade. And of course, as per usual, we will round out the show by reading the results of the polls that you, the Chompers, voted on. So let's start with the intros. First, I am joined by a man who spent his formative years drawing and designing video game protagonists for future planned video games he intended to make. Years later, while he was working, some menial desk job, he brought the notebooks with him to reminisce on his dreams. After flipping through page after page, he quit his desk job, deciding that he was going to commit to the video game world in some way. But it turned out that he needed the job, so he walked right back in to retain and keep his job and work a little bit more slowly on his dream. His first planned game is entitled The Bone Zone and it's due out in 2037. Please welcome to the show, Rich Meister. Rich, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, how did you get my mom to send you all those old books? No, the, she sent them to you. You told me about the Bones Zone yesterday in secret. You remember that? I don't know. I have no memory of those events. 
but I do drink you, a lot. You don't remember us talking about the bone zone yesterday? Literally? Oh, we were talking about the bone zone like a half hour ago. Well, I mean that too, but we were talking yeah. about it yesterday as well. Yeah, that's true. Look, the days blur together, man. Your yesterday is my tomorrow, you know? The, the zones bone together, if you know what the, I'm the, saying. The zones are all just boning together at the end of a long day is kind of what yeah. I'm getting at here. That's No, that makes sense. What, just, just the so end of you... a long day, though. Yes, <laughs> yes, the long, hard day. Hmm. Like a... You know, speaking of long and hard, what, when you create the bone zone, when it's finished, what can we expect? Can you give us a teaser? Sexually oh. confusing platforming. Can I get a little bit more? Um, or do I have to take you out to dinner and drinks first? I like to be wined and dined before I get 69? fucked. Nah, not really my deal, you know, butt stimulation. Uh, okay, real question, real talk for a minute. Yeah. Do you like 69? Legitimately. I, like, this is not a joke anymore, I'm asking. Um, I kind of hate it. It's not my goat in the heat of the moment, you know, some stuff happens. If I if we were like sitting down to discuss what's about to occur, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be in my my list of of go-tos. Yeah, it's like I've done it a few times and it's just it's it's so awkward like setting it up. It's like, "All right, you go on that end, I'll stay on this end." Um yeah, you be on top. No, I'll be on top. Oh, okay, okay. All right, you ready? Here we go. And then yeah, and it's then, just know, like stuff's flailing around. You're facing the wrong way at some point. It's and so, it's a suddenly disaster. I'm eating my own ass. That's I mean, I was going to do that anyway, but uh. no, it's like legitimately, though, when like there's no like casual, sexy way of getting into 69. It's like turn around. Sometimes, you know, you're in the middle of a, a game of Nightcrawlers and then, you know, next thing you know. <laughs> As one does. Yeah, that happens. Does. Yeah. But no, how was your week, man? Good? Uh, well, yeah, it's all right, man. Um, I, I'm excited because uh, it really doesn't have much to do with this week in particular, but um, I've, been, I've been playing something that I'm finally allowed to talk to you guys about. I, I announced it in the intro, if you don't remember. Yeah, no, so I, I, I did. But uh, uh, beyond that, pretty slow week. I went to see Doctor Strange last night. I really want to see it the more I heard you talk about it. It's pretty good. There's some some surprises in store. It was an did, enjoyable movie-going experience. Did they forget to advertise that? Because I don't think I saw anything about there's that There's been movie. some stuff, but, like, uh, there's been plenty of stuff. I mean, I don't really watch, like, TV, so I don't know about, like, TV coverage. Um, yeah. My favorite uh, non-spoiler-filled detail that I'll give people, because this is my favorite thing that Marvel movies are at this point, um... Minotaur is in this movie and when I say Minotaur is in this movie I mean he's in like three scenes and he's just there and no one talks about it and no one feels the need to explain it and that's a beautiful thing to be like and Minotaur is here and he's just there Minotaur that reminds me of uh, Role Models you guys remember that 2009 gem with Paul Rudd and uh, Sean William Scott I do remember that that happened. Uh, I think that and there's like one or two other movies that are like of that ilk that kind of like get lost in the shuffle for me. And I like I love you, them. man. That's probably the other one. No, I love Jason you, man. Siegel. I really like I That's really like that movie. movie. Um, and I'm not saying I dislike 
um, the movie that title I already forgot. Um, <laughs> role models, <laughs> role models, yeah. But I feel like there's another movie that might be like if, an Owen Wilson movie about, or something that I can play with. That's not about playing a Warhammer role playing game. They there's a are, role playing element to that film. Okay, literally, they LARP, a they LARP in element. there, Josh. Okay, they they literally LARP. But, in but that it's movie. role models. Like yes, they've, they've got to they've got to have minifigs in there somewhere. Paul, Paul Rudd and uh, and McLovin LARP. Okay. I I guess we'll let that slide. It just it seems like false advertising. Sure. Mm. No, it's like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight with you guys. I love that fucking movie. I is that is that where I feel like there's okay. I'm definitely unlocking this because there's definitely a line from that movie that I quote like relentlessly, which is specifically if you white you Ben Affleck. Yes. Yes. Or I'm gonna run a train on these chicken fingers. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> or, or the best line, or one of the best lines. Tell her you like her whispering eye. That's Tell her you like her whispering eye. Or my my uh, my dad and I often quote the uh, the the line where, you know, I was just minding my own business, and this motherfucker tried and grabbed my hang down. There's That's, that line. In- we've all been there. Yeah, happens to me every day. You know, whatever but reindeer not- games. <laughs> I forgot about that line too. But anyways, uh, Rich, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, buddy. I'm happy to be here to discuss. I'm us. I do, oh. though. I do just want to play video games. I don't want to be. Here. <laughs> I just want to play video, video games. games. Or I just want to talk about video, video games. games. That's our new <laughs> intro. I hope everybody loves it. Just start combining old viral videos sure. that nobody remembers. Yeah, just the internet was gross and got grosser, but it's there's so much of it going on, it's hard to pinpoint how nasty it is. Mm-hmm. Just like you, you nasty fucking freak. Anyways, I'm Thank also joined you. by... <laughs> I'm also joined by a person who is about fed up with all of the shit happening person. in the world. They've decided to don a cape and taser that makes people infertile. They'll get off the computer chair to write the injustices happening in the world. Just as soon as they finish their Glenlivet Manhattan. And, you know, who knows how long that'll take. So please welcome to the show, Josh Fowler. Josh, how you doing? All right. And moving huh. on. No Sorry, comment. no, I, w- I was savoring the drink. Was, you, oh. No, you Sorry. gotta let it... If it's if it's not in your mouth for at least as many years as it's aged, you're 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 wasting you're wasting it. Um, mm. That doesn't sound right. You're letting it fester in there, right? Mm-hmm. That's definitely mm-hmm. the word they would mm-hmm. use. Yeah. Well, like, look, when he's going out on the town to save humanity from the bullshit, yeah, no, that's it's, happening, it's like a bourbon barrel spit it in people's eyes. Port. Yeah. Sure. Sort of a. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 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 But Josh, how you doing? I've got a very <laughs> different flavor in my mouth now. It, it, this is uh is it oh, zinc? We were we we were just talking about the <laughs> we were just talking about the bone zone to be fair. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah. Josh, if you were to create a game called the Bone Zone, how would you envision making that? Ooh. Hmm. 
He's making a game about classic cartoon character, comic character Bone. What what's to be confused about? I still can't believe that got canceled. That's, that's yeah. Netflix is god damn. Netflix it. might suck. Yeah, yeah. I I love how all this got announced like right after they fi- they announced that hey they're reviving Disney's scrapped project to uh to make Nimona. Like all this all this amazing free press that they got, and then they're like, hey, also we're adding ads and your prices are going up, and we're canceling canceling everything else you like. We're canceling um, all the things you love. Yeah. Why? Like, they had such a high right before that, and they're like, that's good enough. We've done enough for this year. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, I just want to play... Oh, that. Maybe. Could be that. I don't know. Could be. Could, Could be. be. I like how we, we switch from, like, absurd, perverted comedy to just really awkward comedy right now that's mm-hmm. that's the range mm-hmm. we have here at that's Sword yeah Shop. that's what, pretty what's much dawning where... on me is that my brain is not capable of multi-threading um it's just i mean uh, crocheting is pretty hard and knitting is pretty hard too that's Boom! that's that's kind of by definition single threading my man um you bitch, not if you, you dumb bitch well like, here's here's the thing like if you're doing like two at the same time huh you're multi-threading okay like, take your shit to the next level, Josh. I expect more out of you. Hmm. Yeah, bitch. Well, no, that you know, Rich, there's no need for that kind of language. I'm on the phone. <gasps> if you're white, you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Got him. No, but Josh, how True. was your week? Um, how was your week? Actually, I know how your week was, but, you know, let's pretend I don't know how your week yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh... It's been an expensive week. Um, so I've been I've been saving up, trying to, uh, you know, bank enough money that I can upgrade my editing rig here because I do enough I do enough editing. I really I really need to get better monitors and you know an audio interface and whatnot. So I've been trying to save hmm. up for all that, um, putting away enough for basically all of it to get there. Tax returns are coming back shortly. It should have been enough. I can finally upgrade my rig. And uh, beginning of the week, the kids are watching television. They hear a pop. And the picture is is just gone on the TV. Um, And the dad comes out in a G-string, starts fucking twerking. (laughs) Popping and locking, baby. Mm -hmm. Whistle while you twerk. (laughs) Do, 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 do. Sorry, whistling, Josh, I whistling is story. kind of you really rely on the audience for the whistling while twerking. It's it's you can supply it yourself. It's it feels a little desperate. Um, sure, it feels phoned in. Mm-hmm. But but you, anyway, yeah. Sorry, TV anyways, died. Um, so yeah, my my savings, which thankfully I had because I'd been trying to trying to put this together for a different project now have to go into replacing the tv because uh the tv died at the beginning of the, the week the tv's where we get our orders yeah exactly if we don't have a tv i might have to talk to my family um <laughs> that would suck yeah 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 i had i had to i had to rough it for two days until we got a tv back in the house um he's like so uh so what do you guys do for fun <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, so that's, that's where, uh, my savings went, was replacing a TV, um, which is fun. I got, to, I get to finally upgrade that cause I haven't, I haven't bought a TV for over a decade cause, um, A, I'm cheap as fuck. Uh, and, and B, I think I do a fairly good job of researching and, and future proofing my purchases cause I, I managed to make the, uh, the TV I had from college last for uh for this long the tv was almost as old as my daughter um and it was still getting the job done until it just you know finally decided enough is enough i made it to 2022 we no one can expect any more than that out of me the um, tv well, couldn't take playing the news another day exactly it's exactly so it's it's understandable it's uh Here's- Here's the thing I'm going to say, Josh. In our current economy, I think it's really, really important, actually, that we do that, whether it's with our clothes um, or anything. Like, we don't just replace for the sake of replacing and upgrading. Like, I think that was really cool and smart of you to honestly, like, keep the TV as long as you could. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's why, like, I wash out my condoms and I reuse them because I'm trying to be eco-conscious. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you buy the hard part about that kids, is kids wash is, out your condoms and reuse them. Exactly. Start thinking about the economy. Exactly. Not the economy. Rerolling uh, them is a little finicky, but mm. worth it. I just yeah. use a fitted sheet. Mm. Really? I'll just like, I'll just like. I mean, we were talking about it being difficult enough as is, and you go to an, a completely impossible thing to fold. You, you, you is that? Here, well, yeah. Here, Here's the thing. Like, I don't know about you guys. Here's what I do. I, I grab a banana and I just unrelated. I, I just, roll just, like I put it on the banana yeah, unrelated. No, I put it just, on the banana the, and then the I slowly roll it off of the banana. So then it pretty much lines up mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I pour some olive oil in there for lube for the next olive time. oil. Yeah. But Popeye hates that. He goes, don't touch me. Olive oil. <laughs> I was going to say, I like my girls like I like my spaghetti Italian. So I put some olive oil in there. Sure. Loud and Italian. <laughs> I mean, you'd know better than I would, but. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, many an Italian girl. Who okay. No, 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 I'm not. No, no. Well, let, let me do my quick introduction. I'm Shay Layton, and I will be your host for this conversation today. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I was talking with some of the patrons earlier this week in our discord and I was talking with them. We were having this conversation that just went off the rails in the discord. It was fucking hilarious. And, uh, one of our good buddies, Bebop was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I was like, this is what would happen on the chomp cast if I didn't like tend to my host duties. And he's like, you do realize that is already what happens in the Chompcast. I was like, I don't know about 50% of the time it does. So I decided during this intro that I wasn't going to host at all. I was just going to be a depraved piece of shit like you two. I think you did a good job. Thanks. Thanks. I'm tired of being a host. I want to I be a depraved human being just, sometimes I'll, too. I can, be, I can just take a shit and be the host one week. You just tell me when you want some time off to slack off. I, I would, no, I'm I'm. I'm I, I'm slacking. I'll, I'll do a better job of slacking and hosting. Sure. Motherfucker. But no, um, yeah, I, I had a... 
God damn it, Josh. Why do I... I should I'm know sorry. better. I sh- it just... It dawned on me. That, sorry. This is Josh this is sends the most- me a picture that says, learn more about... And this is... <laughs> like, those three words are capitalized, and then italicized, lowercase, ass. It, it and then occurred it says, to me. share ass. It occurred to me because I was playing a word game that at, at, at Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online. It has more information about, you know, like, etymology and whatnot for any word. Mm. But hey, the header for that section is learn more about, and then it just puts in whatever word you searched. So I, I decided to put ass there, and just because I wanted to screenshot it. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> ass. You know, I'm going to save that, and I'm going to try and use that on the dating websites. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to send that to somebody. Uh, or maybe I'll use good. that as my, my picture yeah. on there. As one does, but no. Sure. Um, Why wouldn't you? Makes sense to me. Exactly. All right. Well, let me do my host duties now. Let's actually get into the topic of the show. Um, so this one was just prompted randomly. I was trying to think of some topics to do for this month and kind of schedule out our next few months of what we're going to be doing. And this is one of the ones that I think is really fun to just talk about. I mean, we've we've done a similar topic to this in the past, and it's always fun to talk about some of our favorite characters. And it's always fun to kind of imagine, you know, a world or a, you know, a situation where we could be in that world, rather. I mean, when I was growing up, I remember when you had the chance to name um, your characters in like a, a specific, especially like a JRPG, I would often name the main character after myself because I wanted to yeah. imagine myself in that world. And then I would name, <laughs> as embarrassing as this is, if there was a girl I liked at the time I was playing that game, I would name her the main love interest. So, you know, Makes like going back to playing... those save files a little awkward. Yeah, exactly. Who's this <laughs> slut? Yeah, so, well, you know, like I played Final Fantasy VII over the span of a few years. So I named myself the main character and I named a girl I liked at the time, um, yeah. Aerith. You know, yeah, like no, I named you get, the girl. You get to disc three and all of a sudden you're like, Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> About fucking it's aged, time. It's aged well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what's funny, Josh, is you're actually right, because I would play that game over such a long period of time that I'd be like, fuck, I shouldn't have named this, the Aerith, this girl's name. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, um, but I used to like, I wanted to imagine myself in the game. I like that to me was a part of the immersion processes, pretending that I am the main character. And I know there are people out there that like to do that um, still, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I kind of wanted to kind of open the floor to us. And like now in our thirties and late twenties, rich, um, what, what character or characters, I think we could do probably two would you want to be and why? So, Rich, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you first. Which character would you want to be and why? See, when you pose this question, um, my older brain now has registered, like, the worst feelings, where, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, all of these situations seem dangerous and awful. Yeah, like, I as don't you get old, older, the sensibilities years. kick in. Yeah. Uh, so that's why my my first pick is the only one that anyone should ever pick. And the answer is Luigi, and that's the correct mm. answer. Um, 
because you're the cowardly brother, you know? Exactly. Like, I don't really feel like I don't feel a real pressure to do anything. Yeah. Mario's got this and I get a floaty jump out of it, you know? Like yep. what is what does Luigi got to do besides have a baller mustache and um you just go race some go-karts? Yeah, and and you go second whenever you're playing the multiplayer game. So you you get to see where he screws up first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. can learn from someone else's mistakes when you mm-hmm. are Luigi. Exactly. Going Just going like second has it has its perks. With yeah, with uh, with bottomless pits of death. Exactly. And and with any situation, but especially with bottomless pits of death. Mm-hmm. Like particularly uh with that. Yeah, yeah. Um hmm. What are you thinking, Josh? Where are you at? Where's your brain? Well, I'm at? thinking even even with the later games, it's not just not just you know in in Super Mario Brothers where you're playing second, uh, well, going I, back I, and forth, but you don't play Luigi in Super Mario Sunshine until you've beaten the whole game and you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah, you so, yeah you've really got a feel for it. That's when it's Luigi time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're thinking of Galaxy though. What did I say? You said it, Sunshine. Yeah, I did say Sunshine. Yeah, unfortunately. You cannot play as Luigi in Sunshine. Yeah, but that would be awesome if you could. It really would. It really would. That whole game kind of has a Luigi esque feel with the floating hoveriness of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's also like you know, in Super Mario Two, or uh, I'm gonna correct myself because I'm one of those dorks who has to sit, like in Super Mario USA. Mm-hmm. Um, Luigi was the goat. I think. I think if I'm being perfectly honest, Peach is the the best character to play as in that game. Yeah. Uh, but Lu- that floaty Luigi jump is is primo. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is like you say. It's hard to not play as Peach. It's hard to not game. play as Peach, uh, and it's hard to play at all because that game has Fanto, mm-hmm. and and Fanto is an unkillable uh, deity, and a crime against God mm-hmm. and creation. It's true. But yeah, Luigi's pretty cool, man. You get a floaty jump, you get your own mansion, you get to learn from the mistakes of others and feel a little bit safer. Um, you kind of have to be the punching bag and the butt of some jokes at a certain point. Yeah. Um, like, especially in the, the Mario and Luigi All-Star series, Luigi really, really takes it on the chin a lot uh, in those games. I believe in the origami not nor that's the the paper mario one the the paper mario game that is also a mario and luigi game the one that is like paper mario meets mario and luigi on oh, the 3ds um Man. i can't Try remember the. Hmm. i think a uh, sticker star that's sticker uh, star yeah. mario and luigi sticker star saga or something like that um the entire event of that game is 150 percent luigi's fault because the setup for that game is like they're just at the castle chilling and the book, Luigi is dusting because that's what you do when you're Luigi. Mm-hmm. And the book that contains Paper Mario's world, Luigi knocks it off the shelf and like all these people escape from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, I, I guess that's my piece on Luigi. Uh, Shay had to step away. So Josh, I'm going to seize control because I was in control here. There you just go. Let, throw it over to you. You know, I was actually thinking it. This is a this is a tough one because it kind of depends whether this is a be, be this character in your life currently or or be this be the main character in the game in their in. world yeah like yeah that, I wasn't that makes a huge difference of, 
yeah, like, am I taking their skill sets and bringing them into? Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of, ch- I kind of chose both. First one actually being older brother, Mario, Mario, Mario. Oh, great! So we could have worked in tandem together. Exactly, here. because of course this is my taking it into my world because I don't want to be Mario in Mario's world because no one makes stairs in that world. Yeah. You've you've got to jump everywhere. Like it's very. It seems like a pain in the ass, right? I, it makes sense because you can jump that high, but if I had 40 foot hops here, I'd be set in the NBA. That's true. Yeah. So I think see, being Mario why... Mario in our world could, could come with some serious benefits. I, I think you're correct, but given this, the same situation, right? I think I would still go with Luigi because like, here's the thing. Granted, they'll just end up picking both of us, mm-hmm. but like, we're looking to sign with the NBA. They're like, look at this Mario guy. Look at how high he can jump. And like, look at this Luigi guy. He can jump higher. And then he just sort of wiggles his feet for a minute and he just hangs out there. Mm-hmm. Like Luigi would be the king of the dunk. Yeah. But with those sort of skills, you'd think they'd, they'd have to add something under the rule books. Cause that just, it's noticeable. Like if Luigi's in the air for too long, it's traveling. Exactly. They'd start wondering if you had pumped your, you know, your air Jordans full of helium at that point. Sure. Exactly. It's it, like it's, the movie flubber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you don't want to draw attention to exactly how unfair your advantage is. Sure. Um, you got to be on the slide. Like we're telling, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just do that sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. With Mario, it's much more believable. In, in you know that that I happen to have you know the ability to jump across the entire court upon receiving any ball and just immediately dunk. Yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly. Y- yeah, Shay, as you know, because you were here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, jo- Josh and I really just had like answers that went tandem together because I said Luigi. And he said Mario. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny as I my answer was truly cowardly because I said, you know, video game worlds are dangerous. Luigi just kind of gets to let Mario handle it and only has to step up if he really has to. It's like in Luigi's bet. Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, when Mario dies in a pit. Yep. I yep. mean, you could say then like Diddy Kong is pretty much the same thing, right? No, nah, Diddy Kong's got a peanut gun. That's badass. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you choose Diddy Kong then? Uh, because I don't want to be a monkey. He didn't wear no pants. But he has a cool hat. He does have a cool, it's an okay hat. You're fucking up. Hmm. You know what I like in Diddy Kong Racing when you're in the selection screen and you pick Banjo? It goes, I'm Banjo! <laughs> That's true. Alright, so for, for my first choice, <clears throat> I went with one that I know both of you are pretty familiar with. Uh, I went with Titus from Final Fantasy X. Now, for the some of you are probably like, why the fuck would you choose him? He's, he's not even real. He doesn't exist. He thinks because he is. Do you think Luigi is real? Or he is because he thinks. Right. But here's he the thinks, thing. He therefore he am. Mm-hmm. That's the exact reason why I want to choose him. Because he, you know, he helps lead No existential this- crises. Crisis, crises, crises, Reese's crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you got, I would go. I would, I would punch 
the fuck out of a baby kitten for a Reese's peanut butter cup right now. I haven't had one in years. You know, they're pretty good. I feel you. I feel you because different reason. You can't find them there. Um, A few years ago, I found out my kid was allergic to tree nuts and peanuts. Ooh, uh, that sucks. Yeah, we can't have peanut butter in the house anymore. And uh, that fucking sucks. Can I I blow? Yeah. Can I blow both your minds for a minute here? Mm. No. Uh, Because Um, I want you guys to leave the house and get this. Yeah. Um, Reese's has a bar now called the Reese's Nutrageous. Just it's so many nuts. It's uh, like all peanuts. Granted, cool. Yeah, sure. Let me go run out and get it real quick, Rich. Fuck you. Well, it was really more for Josh. That that. I guess you know. No, I get. I can go find one, rent a hotel room, and eat them. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in a week. Yeah, I'll, I'll go live with my secret <laughs> your, family. Your to wife eat some, hires eat a some, private investigator because every and, week, yeah. she finds out there's this hotel expenditure <laughs> no, on yeah, your guys's reports. I've got to go somewhere to eat peanuts. You're wiping your mouth. You're like, no, honey, I'm not. I'm not cheating on you. She's, what are you doing? She walks in one day, and you just like have this mound of Reese's that you're eating. You mm-hmm. have a, you leave the house every day with a briefcase full of Reese's. <laughs> it's like the uh, whose line is it anyway skit where they're like arguing, and it's like it's like the chest that they're not supposed to open, and they don't know what's inside, and they have to improv. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. But no, back to back to Titus. Yes, um, please go on. I'm sorry. We got yeah. derailed. <laughs> no, that's okay. Besides the amazing pilgrimage that he goes on to help save the world and the fact that he's a blitzball star, the thing that I think is really cool is he gets to get involved with a girl, get her attached, and then he gets to disappear before it gets too serious. And I love that. <laughs> he goes to that girl. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we all thought of that. Yeah. Uh, yep. yep. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then honestly, like, he, like, the dick is so fire, she can't get over it, and there's a whole nother game about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I, I gotta have that ghost dick again. It's like, Swayze me. <laughs> you guys, you guys have seen all of Next Gen, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the episode in season seven where uh, Beverly Crusher has sex with her yeah. <laughs> grandmother's lover's ghost? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if if that got a whole arc. Like, As it should did have. that not? Did I did I imagine that? that no, there's one episode, but like, imagine if there was a whole season based off. No, of I that. thought there was. Is that? Oh man, I'm I must be falling asleep watching Next Gen again. This is, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is something that happened to you. Yeah. Imagine if they released a season eight and it literally was just about that. The fans right? would fucking lose their <laughs> shit. Cause that is one of the most universally hated Star Trek episodes of all time. Uh, it's so but awkward. No, yeah. It, it's, it's a terrible episode of TV, but no, I like, I really did love Titus growing up and just the world he lives in is really like, it's the perfect amount of fantastical. I, I, it's no secret that I love that character, and I and I always have. Um, to me, like there's danger in that world, but it obviously never feels too dangerous because you can always revive yourself with Phoenix Downs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I Titus for me would be one of the ones that that's I a would good go. one. I hadn't thought about uh, that, Rich. That that that's a uh, living oh, in a the, universe the, the, that has yeah has revival has mechanics. reviving mechanics yeah. Yeah. 
It's all right. That's, that's why point. I'm here. Mm-hmm. But that makes it, anyways. So what's Rich? What is your second and final choice that you would go with? Okay, so I had to go hard on the Luigi pick to tell y'all, and then everybody is obviously expecting. Um, I, I I think people are expecting this answer from me. But uh, my answer is going to be the protagonist from Persona 4. Oh, okay. Um, mm. And it's it's for like very specific reasons. It, it doesn't actually have anything to do with the fantastical powers. I would just love to live in a sleepy little hamlet like that. You know, I can cope with the murders. That's fine. Yeah. You know, mysterious killings. I'll get around it. But just like um, peaceful little Japanese countryside town. Um, with a convenient department store, just a train ride away. Yeah, yeah, the a distant father figure who's distant not because he hates. Who's you. always smoking a cigarette and inviting serial killers to dinner. Mm-hmm. He he just doesn't know how to communicate. He's not distant. Nanako just she's so she, she's so naive. She doesn't know she's being abused. Okay, mm-hmm. can, can I say something really quick? Please, Rich? please do. That could be a reality if you just came over here and visited. I I mean I I think I'd have to go back eventually. You don't have to. You stay here for as long as you want. As you know, what I mean, in all honesty, Shay, I'm, I'm like this is a weird place for us to discuss this. But um, <laughs> as the world settles down more and that becomes more of a financially viable thing for me, I, w- I would love to come visit. Legitimately, yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna do this on air. Uh, it was just announced yesterday that. Japan is going to start opening up its borders in June to be in line with the G like the rest of the G7 countries. Yeah. So it is going to be starting to be starting to be open for tourism here very shortly. If you can make it happen, we could go to TGS together this year. And I would like you'd have a place to stay for free. Um, I could try and get us media passes like I could work on that right now and uh, we could go together. That sounds pretty. I gotta Josh, see what I can you're make welcome happen. to come too. I'd love for you to come. I know it's probably a little bit harder for you because you have a family, but and just bought a TV. It's a big commitment. Just, I mean, <laughs> just, just <laughs> come on, come, come You can't come leave on. that thing at home alone. Exactly, come on, Josh. Live like people did back in the day, like men did in the forties. We'd come home, we'd drink a whiskey, we'd spin a globe, point to a place on it, and we'd abandon our family and go there mm-hmm. to I work like in it. the salt mines of Turkmenistan. <laughs> But really, I'm like, in all seriousness, if like if either one of you or both of you can make that happen, I'd love it. I'd have to look into the logistics of what that would cost me. And it's there's a conversation to be had that's not in on a podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. There, there's there's definitely some off air logistics that need to be considered at this point. Well, I can tell you right now, because I've been looking at the plane tickets almost daily to try and head home this summer that plane tickets and i'm checking the app that i'm using right now just um as as a referral to it the plane tickets are about 2400 okay that's maybe, round trip, maybe i'll just buy a second tv yeah that's maybe round a second trip. tv the thing is like yes yes it's a lot of money but the thing is you this would be like a one-time thing. You guys would come to TGS with me. Um, it'd be great. That's what I said about the TV. <laughs> it could come to TGS with you? <laughs> that's if what that's you Im- said about the TV? If that's important to you. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it wouldn't be the weirdest thing at TGS, but no. Um, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that conversation off the air. Um, okay. All right. So, Josh, what is your second pick? Um, context that you kind of you missed a little bit over the beginning there was that my first pick was taking this character's you know being this character, but but bringing it back to our world was was the Mario pick. Uh, oh, okay. Was uh was the reason for that because we didn't really have clarification whether we were being this character in their world or whether we were just we just happened to be this character. So of course Mario was the I can, I can be this character in our world and just make inordinate amounts of money in the NBA with my thirty <laughs> foot hops. Um, that's that's a great point. But no, I want you to imagine like you are in the game. Exactly. Well, since we didn't have clarification, I picked one of each. Was was the that's, reason? For that's that. my fault. I had, I had a bathroom emergency. Exactly. Pulling, well, pulling pulling the fourth wall back on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I intend to have a bathroom emergency right after answering this. So yeah, um, bathroom okay. emergency is the name of the TV show I'm pitching to TLC. <laughs> How is that it's not like he, on an a reality new show at this emergency. point? Right? Watch as a man suddenly interrupts a very important meeting <laughs> to go take a shit. <laughs> no, actually, the show I was picturing jo- was join like, us <laughs> as we remove the shag carpeting from this. Yeah, no, 1960s it, it, it home was, on yes, yes. the next episode of Bathroom Emergency. It was, it's like it's like bar rescue, but for bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. This is a this is a uh, this is a renovation show on HGTV. Yeah. I mean, is that because people are like having diarrhea on the carpet? Is that why it's all home well, renovation? The emergency is that there's carpet to have diarrhea upon. <laughs> the emergency is that you have a bathroom with carpet in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If your bum is leaking, best be calling bathroom emergency crew. Mm -hmm. We've all been there, right? You've been at somebody's place and you go into their bathroom and there's carpet and you're like, oh, why? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That was. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. You bought your grandma's place? Yep. Yep. She was vacuuming around the toilet. Mm. This show's Mm -hmm. got weird. It It got really weird. What the fuck is going on? Josh, um, what's your second pick? No more stalling. My no, no, my brain is completely distracted here with that bathroom emergencies thing. That was a uh, that, that 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 may be top five bits we've done here. Anyway, um, <laughs> you you mean within the past five minutes? Sure, exactly, yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> There's been some stinkers on this show. Hey! <laughs> I'll give you all new stinkers at Ted. Exactly. Um, <laughs> guys, come in. Let me rate your shit. That's <laughs> about a four. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, not pungent enough. All right. Anyways, off the shit talk. Exactly. Josh, your second uh, pick. Being a being a protagonist in in the actual game itself. Yes. Um, I kind of like being butts from Final Fantasy V. A because. Because my name is Butts. That's uh, <laughs> it's hard to beat that. Um, it's hard to beat that. Exactly. Localization is hard. Exactly. Uh, but then on top of that, I just get to wander around with my chocobo, living life and, and enjoying everything, and until it's time for me to save the world. Right. It's kind of kind of yeah. like kind yeah. of like a more active Tom Bombadil in a way. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, you get to wander around with a princess who knows she's a princess and a princess who hides that she's a princess and an old man with amnesia and then hmm. his, his granddaughter who happens to inherit his memories for some reason. 
it's that's uh, science exactly that's that's how that works um I like a whole that. lot of questions that don't need yeah, to be answered. Yeah, it's it's it, that is kind of for a similar reason as you were saying for 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 Titus there. Just the world that you get to uh explore in Final Fantasy V is just one of my favorites. Um it's just it's it's so kind of relaxing somehow. Right. Even even given the stakes that are going on from the beginning of the game, hmm. it just feels like the sort of place that like you you want to save it by the time you're getting through with that world like it's it's so right. so chill it's not like here in that way mhm yeah <laughs> i i think i think i think if tomorrow i found out it was my job to save the planet um i might stay home with my new tv <laughs> i like that i like that that's a good that's a good choice that's a good choice josh um like I have for my second choice, I could sit here and do many, many choices because there are a lot of protagonists I would love to be. Um, another one, I don't think you guys will see this one coming. Another is one. Lo- another one. Another one. I just want to play video <laughs> games. <laughs> no, um, the goose from Untitled Goose Game. I would love to be Ooh. him as the protagonist, just because my life is really because simple. Because you hate British people? Yeah. Well, and kind of going Moving back on. to our same point, if you find 69 that unappealing, having <laughs> barbs in your throat would kind Definitely of discourage helps. that from the get-go. Be like, no, I'm yeah, sorry. I'd love to. Sorry, baby, I can't. I'd love yeah, to eat I, that booty like groceries, <laughs> baby. <laughs> eat that booty like cheesecake. Nom, 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 nom. That's the booty eating sound. That's the noise you make. You don't when you're eating ass? Nom, 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 What the fuck are you doing down there? Eating ass, honey? Nom. <laughs> Why do you have a little fork? <laughs> I'm fancy when I eat my hiney. No, um, because you just you're just walking around causing havoc and having fun, and you have yeah. no cares in the world. You're like the smartest character in that game if you're the goose. That's the greatest part. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty great. The best thing about it is you know you're never gonna be out of a job either because kind of they'll just put you down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You've you've got a retirement. And that's plan. how I want to go out. You you've got a retirement plan. Yeah, I mean the thing is, you don't have to worry about much. You get to have fun, and if you ever get caught, it's like okay, that's that's it. That's fine. I'm done. Mm-hmm. End, of the, end of the line. It's not like you're gonna drag out this misery for eighty years as the world turns to shit. It's like they're just gonna wring your neck and kill you. That's fine. You mm-hmm. just get a fun little list of tasks to complete, like ruin the garden and steal the diabetic girl's insulin. That's right. <laughs> Suck out the boof to drugs from some patron's asshole. Yeah, exactly. Com- complete the restaurant. Barbs and all. Complete the ritual. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the drugs out of Barb's asshole. She seems like she They're doesn't there wipe for a reason. well enough. This, Seems like yeah. she doesn't wipe well enough. They're not there to keep us out. They're there to keep something in. Oh, God. Yeah. 
<laughs> now you're trapped in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I don't want to be in Untitled Goose Game now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I think that would be my second choice. Just fun, fun little way to just hang think, out. But I think that's let's a read some of the listener comments um, because I am really excited because they had a lot of unique and funny answers to this question. So if you ever want to comment on the topic of the show, every t- uh, I was going to say Tuesday, every Thursday at the Sword Chomp Instagram, you can be a part of the conversation. And we would love for you to comment on there so, you know, we can read and respond and, you know, kind of reflect on those comments. So, um, <laughs> no, Rich. Uh, Messi Valoni, hi, said maybe Renoa? She's young, but fights for things that are important to her and has Angelo and Squall by her side. And I thought that was a pretty cute answer, honestly, because I forgot about Angelo. That's her, her greatest weapon. That is true. Angelo that is true. Rush. The, the, the thing that would suck about that is you're controlled by Sorceress Adele for a while. Yeah, but you know, you probably don't even remember that. You probably just black it out. And she almost dies in space, dude. That kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, it's not the best living, but you know, she, she, uh, she got that cool pinwheel thing. <laughs> that cool pinwheel thing. Some, something that everyone aspires to have. The yeah. cool pinwheel thing. Yeah. But I thought that was a cool answer. Um, Mother Wolf, our good friend Bernadette, love you, Bernadette. Hope you're doing well. Said, uh, "Laura Croft, Tomb Raider games actually motivate me to go to the gym. I want to be Lara in real life, and I love that. I love the fact that, um, you know, there are protagonists that can actually inspire people. I think that yeah, Laura Croft is an icon, and I think that just goes to show that, um." Sometimes characters and games can really have a profound influence on us. So that, that is a great choice. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the only way I condone this, though, Bernadette, is if you are, when you're going to the gym, suddenly just whip out your pistols and then jumping around on the gym equipment looking That's for probably, treasure. It's probably frowned upon in, in the current political climate. I mean, it depends on the gym. Yeah, I guess that's true. It depends on what state the gym's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's Alaska, who's going to stop you? The one cop they have, he's a he's a moose. He's busy with another moose too. It's yeah, <laughs> boofing drugs into each other's asshole. <laughs> That's a moose. Using those antlers to stuff it in. Yeah, what antler sex? Yeah, think about that for a minute, Josh. <laughs> I need to use the bathroom. Marcelo Robbie, we've all had to, like, this is the one to show where we've all had to, like, leave at random intervals to go to the bathroom. Marcelo Robbie said, hmm, I guess Commander Shepard from Mass Effect, which is a fantastic choice. That's why I didn't say That was say on my it, short cause, list, because you've got so many options. The thing is, like, the, when you think about space travel in a lot of, like, video games and TV shows and books, there is a lot of downtime. But with Mass Effect, there really isn't. Things are always happening. You're always on a mission to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, like, Commander Shepard, Commander Shepard, whether you're playing the male version or female version, they're always trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Yeah. But remember that's... not to ingest the, the quarantine Exactly. Fluids. Just nothing but fucking and relativity is not a thing because we, we, we can't have, you know, 
too much time going on while you're moving at light speed. That would just uh, really change the pacing of, of everything. So, you know, destroying all of physics and getting your fuck on is, is, is a hell of a choice. It's great. It's great, man. I yeah. mean, and the thing, think about it this way, Josh, if there was too much downtime, Commander Shepard would be walking on deck of the Normandy and look at Joker and be like, you know, Joker doesn't look half bad today with his brittle bones and fucking paper skin and all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have glass bones and paper skin. That's right. SpongeBob's great. Thank oh, you. Sponge- huh. <laughs> Bryce, huh. Bryce, I think that's how you say it. Probably Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Cool weapons, traveling between Disney worlds, spiky anime hair. What more could you want? You know what they say about big feet? Uh, they, they fixed that. I don't know if you saw the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah, well, I assume that's only because he's at the, physic, at the human world. He, he's, in, he's, in the, he's in the Shibuya prefecture yeah, world. Yeah, so he's, he's not allowed to have that, you know, 18-inch feet. Yeah. It would alarm the people. Yes. No, I, th- I think that's just a design change, Josh. No more goofishly cartoony feet. Dick. Hmm. Now, um, <clears throat> I think it would be cool because you get to hang out with Goofy. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool because you get to hang out with Goofy. Exactly. But it sucks because you have to hang out with Donald. Exactly. And most people Donald's are the other bitch. way on that issue. But frankly, it's because you haven't watched a, a very Goofy movie. And, yeah. Uh, an extremely goofy movie's the 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 better of the two. Is it? I don't think yes. so. It's they're both good. I'm I'm more of a fan of the original. I like I like an extremely goofy movie. I don't. I mean, it's hmm. it's an extremely goofy movie is still good. It's still very good. Yeah, yeah an right. extremely good. Well, hmm. It's a little bit too goofy. For an me. extremely goofy movie. Goofy gets his groove back. And that's, that's what I'm and saying, that, and that dude. professor he he finds really is a piece. Goofy fucks. She's a catch. Yeah. She's kind of an icon, right? Yeah. She's goofy she's fucks. kind of a babe. <laughs> kind of a babe. She's kind of a fucking babe. She's kind of like a boss of a babe. Dude, I like I totally it is true. It to is true. Grab yeah. some za with her. A goofy movie has like really good looking pe- animated pizza. It does, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um, Pete, Pete has a son. Pete fucks. And his name? Both of those movies are. I don't remember. Drastically Elon underrated. Musk. <laughs> I don't think that's true. And that kid grew up <laughs> to be Elon I, Musk. I just looked it up canonically. <laughs> Elon Musk is the son of Goofy's neighbor Pete. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because he's cartoons. Well, and a boy loves a girl. <laughs> they fuck, and then the son inherits a multi-billion-dollar company. What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about JT Ruiz saying Jesse Faden from Control. I want the title Ooh. of director and the service weapon. That was such a good choice. I oh, was yeah. so jealous that I didn't think about it before he said it. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. It's one of the best choices. But then you've, out got, there. you've always got to worry about the uh, the janitor gunning for you at some point if you, if if you ever displease him. That's true. But the nice thing is you get to do that. Uh, what is it? The cigar maze? Is that what it's called? 
the ashtray maze. Ashtray maze, sorry. Ashtray yeah. maze, yeah. Which That's is a, still one of the cool coolest moment. scenes in a video game to come out in quite some time. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for Rich to agree, but apparently he I already didn't. did. I already agreed. We we agreed at the same time, and, and uh, oh, you might not have heard it. Yeah, Skype Skype is bad with with handling more than one person talking at once. That's fair. Uh so there are actually two comments right next to each other that are identical. So I'm going to read them back to back, and then we'll reflect on them. Tani S. Hey, Tani, good buddy of ours, said Kirby. I can relate to being an all powerful, vengeful god. Kirby was on my short list. Any that bore me. And then Violet Ultraviolet said, Kirby, so I can swallow my enemies and take any of their abilities and also just be a cute little blob. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's something to be said about being an apex predator, being on an ethereal at chaos least 18 demon. planets at the same time. Yeah. 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 I'm going I'm to be honest with you. How, because he is such an apex predator, how he hasn't become a playable character in Apex Legends befuddles me to this day he, he is the apex legend he's going to mm-hmm. arrive in the final season exactly exactly mm. no guns only death yeah he's the titular apex legend mm-hmm. tit can you say tit again tit i uh my friend told Nipple. me a story yesterday <laughs> we, we were eating we were eating some dinner and um they were saying that they went to this this uh Feet was this this like cat bar or something like that, and she was telling me the story, and she's like, "Yes, I went to this cat car cat bar called Boobies," and I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" Oh yeah, yeah, said, yeah, no, no, they, they named boobies. that after uh after the space Press. bar and space dandy. Yeah, sure, makes sense. Yeah, and I was like, "It's called Boobies," and um, yeah, I was I was so confused, and I was like, "That's peak Japan." There, there are some very, very poorly things named here. There's a hundred percent chance that was named after Space <laughs> Dandy. I was making a joke, and there's no way yeah, that was not yeah. named Did after you, Space Dandy. Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Because I'm having a real brain fart. You ever forget why you're doing something, and then once like it, it's completed. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why did I do that? I just like <laughs> type tits into Google. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why was I doing that? <laughs> like, like, I had the most, like, Michael and Arrested Development moment of, like, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> like, uh, no, nobody uh, does. Boobies indeed. Boobies indeed, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need to yeah. watch Space Dandy. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Beef Supreme 13 said... Link, I technically never die. I travel through time, and it's not a surprise who I'm fighting. And I said, and you get a cool horse on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, horses are cool, and that is a cool horse. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not mentioned very much, considering you're an orphan and and whatnot in in all these games. But somehow Hmm. you're an orphan who lands on his feet and is able to afford a horse. The horse chooses him, Josh. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, that it song. is true. They never mention it, but you've got to imagine there's, you there's steal some a financial exchange going on there regardless. I mean, in Ocarina, you steal that horse. Yeah, that is true, but it's not mentioned elsewhere. 
you play uh, it actually more so in Majora's Mask. It seems like you probably steal the horse because it's like, oh, it, there's no saddle. It just appears when you play the song. I, I have to yeah. presume it's just, that horse is just jumping over the fence. That horse hmm. is just trying to fuck. Leave him alone, Rich. Let me in. I'm trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. I just want to fuck. No, the video horse realizes games. that if he stays where he is, he's going to be forced to be ridden by Luigi, which makes no sense. Canonically. Luigi time. Con- considering uh, Luigi could jump higher anyway and, and yeah, run why, faster. Why, why, why did the Mario brothers end up at that ranch? It makes no sense. Why, why is Luigi trying to take advantage of this horse that he can run faster and jump higher than? Run faster, jump higher. Mm-hmm. What's that from? That's, uh, uh, I threw it on the ground. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. It was going to bother me if I couldn't remember that. Yeah, Run no, faster, I'm... jump higher. Um, Doggirls23 said probably Lara Croft or Emily Caldwin from Dishonored 2. Sure. Both badass ladies that can more than handle themselves. Yeah. Got cool sword skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, SSBM Victor said, Zagreus from Hades. He was the first person to come to my mind, so I'm not going to overcomplicate my answer. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. You can get down with the Zagreus. Yeah, yeah. You don't really have to worry about dying. You, you kind of... That solves an awful lot of existential concerns right off the bat by, by knowing exactly what you have in your future. And, yeah. I mean, on top of that, he has the, one of the coolest dogs in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. 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 Grant, it's not technically also his, true. but... Yeah. It still counts. It still exactly. counts, yeah. Um, which of the Wilds, I wish I would have read this sooner, paired him up. Commander Shepard, badass biotic that saves the world a few times, that also gets to make out with Garrus? Sign me up. Exactly. It's a good deal. Truly. Right. I only play the series to fuck Garrus. Is that's is there that's anything else to do with that game? Uh, no, y- you could also that's, fuck. No, Tally. you could also fuck Tally. Nope. No, she's 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 uh she's 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 straight, which is unfortunate. Well, when mm. you play Femshep. She's no, wait, wait, I'm, saying, I'm saying I'm saying when you don't play Femshep, I have that backwards oh. in my head. Okay. All right. Hmm. Stop yeah. googling tits, Rich, and pay attention to the to the conversation. Is is there a male Shep? There is. He's not canon. Josh, yes, there is. Why? How did he's hmm. just as good as a female Shep? Stop it! I don't stop it. I think you're incorrect. Now I played it both ways. I'm pretty sure there's only a femme. Commander Shepard, have it your way. Wake up with the king. Of fucking. Did I do good? <laughs> yeah. Kelly A. Maturo eating said Tifa, so I can play with my tits. All right, yeah, simple to the point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, really, said, really given that autogonophilia theory credence there. I, I, that would be I, amazing I if, like, like you're, you're storming the Sector 7 tower and then Tifa's just like, like you're fighting Reno. Tifa uses grabbing tits. Tifa fucking do something. We're about to die. Tifa uses grabbing tits. I can't that's, stop, Cloud. I can't stop. That's the move. Mm-hmm. I, you know, while we're on the notion that I would want to 
be Barrett just so I could finally learn how he reloads that gun. Does he eat bullets? Hmm. It's y'all, Rich. I don't know if you didn't learn anything from Star Wars, but sometimes questions just don't need answers. I mean, given the limit breaks, I assume it's not actually bullets. I, I assume it's some sort of an energy weapon that just doesn't look but like it. But that's only in the limit breaks. Otherwise, you see shells fall to the floor. Maybe his blood turns like his blood. Somehow the gun takes the iron from his blood mm. and then that turns into bullets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't seem likely. Well, how would you know, fuckface? How, 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 how would I know? How would I know? Because my arm's a gun. <laughs> I had the procedure done this morning, and I've been nervous about it. Holy fuck. What a twist in this podcast. Rich got plastic surgery. Metal surgery, rather. Mm. Hear the planet's cries. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awkward when you bring a girl home. Uh, uh, which which hand do you off. want me to use? The normal one or the gun one? Do you want me to add the attachment? <laughs> I'm going to blast your pussy so I, hard. I, I finger her with atomic scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fingered her with cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, your daily pee-pee, or Pepe, said, and the... Pee-pee. <laughs> said... said and, MC of Stardew Valley, unbothered, moisturized, happy, in my lane, focused, flourishing. That's a good one. That's a really good Uh, one. Yeah, no, that's that's a hard one to argue with, considering you're never going to make enough money to actually own anything as a millennial. It's nice to dream about that. Imagining that you could inherit it. That's that's a nice thought. That's That's a nice thought. So well, that, that, really, that's why land. so many people like that game. It's envisioning that you are the one percent, mm-hmm. dude. That game is amazing. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. I finally get, like the way you said that, Josh. I finally understand why people like that game so much now. Exactly, it's about exactly. imagining you're the one percent. That makes so much more sense. I mean, that's not really the one percent. Like owning owning a farm is is actually. <sighs> I'm talking about the inheriting process, like becoming yeah, but, rich but, but by but still, inheritance. Like that's that's the only form of effective welfare we still have in the United States is uh, is actually farm subsidies. Um, it's it's imagining imagining that the United States has a functioning social, you know, welfare system. Is, is kind of what makes that game so so nice. It's it's not that you're the one percent. It's that you're just a normal guy, but that the government w- doesn't want you to die. Mm. It's 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 the dream. It that that's yeah, the dream. It, that is the dream. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of that, actually they're not related at all. Uh, <laughs> Moses Mello said, "Kratos by a mile, dude killed all the gods." And I think that is a fantastic choice, mm-hmm. to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Your whole existence is just killing God after God after God. Yeah, but then you got people knocking on your door all the time, like fucking Balder, just looking to like fuck your shit up. Like, who wants that? Who asked for this Sons of Anarchy reject to darken my doorstep? Exactly, it, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You gotta like throw an entire tree at him and he just doesn't stop. Becomes yep. a whole yeah. thing and then you gotta murder Thor. 
True. Yeah. Hmm. Mo- Moses Mello also said, and maybe you guys will like this answer better. Maybe The Witcher or Geralt, because the dude gets a lot of ass. That dude can fuck. Yeah. It's true. I mean, like, he gets it's the true. fuck on a stuffed unicorn. What more could you want in life? Fucking on a real unicorn? Well, it was real at one point. Well, but- getting fucked by a real unicorn? Ooh, fuck. I'm sure he has. I haven't finished all the books. Pretty sure that happens. Yeah, mm, that sounds that's gotta right. happen, right? Well, that's the part we've had this conversation on this podcast before. That's the thing that's troubling about the unicorn situation, because like in the Witcher universe, unicorns have like a society and are capable of like intense thought. Like they're of a human level of intelligence in that exactly. universe. Exactly. So the fact that somebody has a taxidermy unicorn is pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's hmm. It's befuddling to say the least. It's it's concerning. Yeah. I mean exactly. I say that, but I'm not getting rid of my human skin lampshades. Well, no, why would you? You won them at auction fair and square. Exactly, exactly. Once they're there, you're not why would you get rid of them? With all these serial killer documentaries on Netflix, they're gonna be worth something eventually. Exactly. I'm hard, just thinking about it. Well me too, but it's a disorder. Neversoft? Uh, no, Neversoft is no longer a game studio. <laughs> I'm sad now. Yeah, they, they made Spider-Man and they made Tony Hawk and they got out they of there. They just rebranded into Blizzard and Activision. Into Always Hard. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the last comment we'll read today is from Jack Cell. <laughs> the coincidence of that name. Um... My tarnished, catch me beelining to Blade. So basically, he wants to be his tarnished character from um, Rise Tarnished. From Elden uh, Ring. That's Elden, yeah, that game. Hmm. Wow, really black that seems like, there. That's, yeah, no, I would, I would not see it. I don't want to just, 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 you know, I wouldn't do resigning that. to that life of being maidenless. You get a cool horse that can double jump, I guess. But yeah, just to decide to be maidenless seems yeah. like a. Unfortunately for you, I mean, you I guess I guess no I can maidens. respect it in a way, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think those are like those are a lot of fun and really good choices. Like I was reading through a lot of those beforehand, so I didn't want to choose something similar. So I had to go for a little bit more out of the box um, than a lot of those comments. And I'm there were some really good comments left this week. So I want to thank everybody for participating. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you making this conversation not take 20 minutes. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, we're going to go take a quick break. Um, and we'll be right back with the games we've been playing this week on the Junkass. So don't go anywhere. Psst, Shay. Shay, you there? Yeah, what's up? I don't know if Josh can hear us. I hacked into his edit of the podcast so we could plug the other shows. Quick, we got, you got you to tell me what kind of new shows we have on the horizon. What's going on? What's in the feed? Okay, so it was like I was saying to my friend the other day that freedom isn't free, bitch. That's a reference for no one, but that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to tell you about new episodes of Evoking the Sublime. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that podcast that I recently got three new episodes up on. Yeah. Thanks for pitching that, man. Thanks for plugging that. No, I am legally obligated to. 
Well, I heard you got some episodes up on uh, Jumping at the Bits. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got a new one up on Kirby, where we talk about all about his history, his first two games in depth, and his just general facts about him overall. Oh, oh shit! Here comes Josh. Uh, Josh, we were just we were just telling the people about uh, Chomping After Dark and nothing else, like you requested. Maybe maybe you could tell them a little bit about that. Chomping After Dark. Yeah, yeah you, you remember that? In- yeah, you know that one. While I'm editing, how, how did you get here? It's not important. The point is, Chopping After Dark is a show where we spoil video games and sometimes movies. I heard we do comic books occasionally and TV shows, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Occasionally we do do those things. Yeah, and you said doo-doo. <laughs> I did say doo-doo. It's funny because it comes from your butt. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, anyways, Josh, we'll let you get back to editing. Sorry about interrupting you. How did they even get into this edit? Hey guys, we're back. Nice to see you. Thank you. So now we're going to do something that we don't often get to do. We are going to be talking about a game that's going to be dropping next week. Or I guess by the time you hear this, it will have already been dropped. Today, as of listening. Today. It's out today. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're recording this a few days in advance, obviously, but it's going to be dropping today. Uh, Rich, as you know, went to PAX East and he met with. the people, the creators of this game, and he was able to get a code so he could detail it for all of us, including me and Josh. So, Rich, what game am I talking about, and what game, more appropriately, are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about what is technically the premier game of Rabbit and Bear Studios, uh, Ayudin Chronicle Rising, uh, which, full disclosure, because I... I my review is up on the site now for this and I disclosed it in the review. I just feel like it's the appropriate thing to do. Um, this game is basically a Kickstarter bonus goal for Ayudin Chronicle, uh, hundred heroes, which is a Sukoden spiritual successor that I backed on Kickstarter. Mm. Um, so like, just know I'm, I don't let things like that pepper my takes on games. If a game sucks, I'm going to tell you it sucks. That's fortunately not the case here. Um, but yeah, this game's $15. It's out now. It is an action RPG that serves as a prelude to Ayudin Chronicle 100 Heroes. Um, not a completely necessary prequel, but it features characters that are going to be featured in there. Um, and yeah, it's out today. Uh, I really fucking like this game, guys. I devoured it. I did every last thing it had to do. Um, just with within like that first five day span. Did you do a Nuzlocke challenge? Uh, I don't think that's a thing here. Oh, okay. But yeah, so, um, go on, Josh. No, I'm fucking guitar interrupting us while we're, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's (laughs) pretty, it's pretty douchey. Yeah. It's, Um, it's, yeah. Right. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. (laughs) Um, yeah. So this is your, uh, your typical fantasy RPG fair. Uh, You start the game by playing as a character by the name of CJ, who is she's headed to this small town of New Neveja, which is heaven spelled backwards. Spoiler alert. There's some Alucard stuff happening here. Um, uh, Basically, it's this kind of little podunk mining town uh, where adventurers come and they get a license to explore these rune barrow ruins and get treasures. 
CJ comes from a long line of treasure hunters and her family tradition has it. So basically when they come of age uh, at 16, they leave home and they don't come back until they get a treasure bigger than what their previous ancestors had gotten. So she used to get it, find a treasure bigger than what her father did. Um, and basically there's a whole mystery around this town, particularly surrounding the missing father of one of the other characters you play as Isha, who is the acting mayor in her father's absence. Uh, you also meet my favorite character in this fucking game, Garu, who is a kangaroo with a giant fucking buster sword. Um, Ooh. That is the second that is the second best character we've talked about in this past week. Rich. I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and the number it, one is Narf. Yeah, Narf is, is top, but he's, you know, honestly, in a lot of respects, he's no Garu. No, Nar- Narv isn't it. I was thinking about the automaton from Triangle Strategy. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. The, I, decimal. The, yes, decimal. Decimal. With um, the fish stick for a weapon. But Garou, I absolutely... Yes, a fish stick for a weapon. Garou, I absolutely love. But uh, let me tell you guys a little bit about what the gameplay is like here. So um, it's using that HD 2D art, which looks fucking top notch here. Uh, particularly the way these character sprites kind of overlay on these backgrounds and the layered 3D lighting and Unreal. And just like these these backgrounds blend so fucking beautifully. There's not a whole lot of space in this game because, again, it's a $15 game. It's rather short. I I, I clocked in at about 20 hours doing literally everything. But for the, the bulk of the game, you are moving in and out of the town, going through a series of dungeons. Uh, very simple dungeons like those rune barrel ruins, a forest, um, uh, a quarry and just kind of mining for materials. And if I'm being completely honest, running like a shit ton of fetch quests. And I say that because I want to really get that out there because that sounds like a, a criticism, but it's not because the combat here is so engaging. So it's a pretty fast paced action RPG. You're technically playing as CJ most of the time, but each of the other two playable characters, which are Isha and Garu, who I mentioned, uh, are tag to a different face button and kind of tag out and have different combat abilities and different traversal abilities for the dungeons. Um, but sort of as Odin you level Sphere-y. up, yeah, very Odin's Fury. Um, it's funny you mentioned Odin's Fear, Josh, actually, because the most Odin's Fear thing going on here is all the bosses are hand drawn and they look amazing. OK, yeah, that's probably one of the like most artistic bits going on here. Um, I mean, every, I think every character kind of looks amazing in this game, but those bosses in particular uh, are really impressive. And the weird detail of gameplay, I kind of let slip. There's a lot of Metroidvania in this going with tying element runes to your attacks to break these crystals to get deeper into different dungeons. Okay. Um, if you mention Metroidvania, I'm in nine times out of th- ten. There's some very Metroidvania elements here, um, mostly because, as I said, there's a total of about what I, I would chalk up to about four different dungeons that you're continuously going back to for different things. Hmm. Um, and the main reason you're going back and forth is you're unfolding the main plot, but this game is also a city builder. Um, as you progress, you're sort of building up the, the mining town and turning it, turning it into this bustling district of trade, uh, upgrading weapons and armor, very much in a old Sukoden style. You're not buying new weapons, but just upgrading the ones you have, and okay. you will see physical changes in them as that happens. You do the same thing with your armor. Um, and the town is just full of really interesting characters. Like even outside the three main ones, 
the shopkeepers, just people in town. Everyone has a ton of personality. That's cool. That's cool. I like, dude, I like you. The moment I saw that this game was announced, I was like, I definitely want to play it. And I'm glad that this prequel or I guess precursor game exists. Yeah, I should stress because the devs have stressed this and I, I it's very clear from having finished it that that is the case. While this game is a prelude and a precursor and sort of introduces a lot of the ideas that are going to be carried into 100 Heroes, it's definitely not required reading. Um, it adds some more flavor to the world and introduces you to ideas. But I don't think you're going to be missing out on a ton if you don't play this one, but you should. It's really good. Um, and for people that do play, there are a few things that are going to carry over. Uh, namely, I, I, there's a, there might be a few more, but these are the things I know for sure will carry over. You name the weapons of the three main characters. And uh, those are going to carry over because presumably and they don't outright say this, but for anyone who's never played Sukoden, the hundred heroes title of Ayudin Chronicles alludes to the fact that the original Sukoden had a hundred playable characters um, and hundred heroes is going to do the same thing. These three characters are almost definitely three of those hundred. Um, so when they come, they, they will have those proper weapon names. At one point, you also name a trade item within the city, but I won't spoil that. And that is also going to carry over. It, like okay. this game kind of reminds me of how of, like back in 2020, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night came out. But <clears throat> excuse me, shortly before that, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon came out, which was yeah, like yeah, yeah. a different style. In it, some it was ways? more traditional Castlevania than uh, like, you know, Symphony of the Night inspired. Yeah. And that game actually did so well. They made a sequel to that one. Yeah. 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 Hmm. This. Hmm. Josh is deep in thought. No, no, no. Like like you were saying, this this really is sort of the. I, do, I don't understand from a why the fuck standpoint a completely different game would be a stretch goal for a kickstarter um but given curse of the moon and then everything you're saying about this so far it sure seems like letting letting a developer flex on a completely different sort of thing than they were intending to make in the first place has kind of led to some really cool stuff absolutely and like i said the I'm invested in this world now. Like they can only enrich it more. Um, oh yeah. And some of the beautiful things they do with the city builder aspect, like physically seeing these shops change and the town become more thriving as you progress, yeah. as you reach certain milestones in leveling up the city. Um, I noted this in, in the review cause I think it is an important detail to notice. You'll actually see in the, in the backgrounds, you'll see more people moving about the city and you'll see more varied races of like elves and beast men and mm. stuff as it becomes sort of a bigger hub of trade instead yeah. of just this kind of podunk mining town. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's. Hmm. So there's some kind of development of the city and the world. Yeah. If, if I had to guess, and I think that is a definitely an interesting layer to bring, I would guess by the time, you know, this this town is nowhere when you start the game. And I would guess by the time you get to Ayudin Chronicle Hunter Heroes, this is going to be like a, a bustling capital town. city. Like, yeah, a city that matters. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's so many systems to engage with. There's um different kind of bonuses you can act before you hit dungeons. There's food you can uh, craft at a restaurant that'll give you bonuses. You can go to a bathhouse to get bonuses. You're just unlocking all this different stuff as you progress. And much like Sukoden, which is this is a successor to 
Um, there are runes that you can equip to your weapons to equip elemental attacks. Mm. And not only does that change how you're damaging enemies, because enemies have element types, it also is the key to the sort of Metroidvania aspect where, like, I need to have a yeah. weapon um, charged with a fire rune in order to break this rock and move to the next area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. That's really cool, man. I really want to play that game. Uh, I also kind of want to, like, gush about the fast travel for a quick second. Because, yeah, please. Dude. Yeah, you are, uh, you have to move around a lot in this game. Like I said, there's a lot of go to this dungeon and grab this item, like, Late game, you get to a point where it's going to be like, all right, if I go this way, I can grab these six things and then head back to the village and turn all this stuff in. Yeah, um, there is basically a signpost fast travel system. You don't need to be at the signpost to fast travel. You can fast travel from anywhere, but you can only fast travel to signposts. Um, they are plentiful in both the dungeons and in the village. Well, I should note in the village, you can travel to any any screen any one mm. of the different areas which there are there's like the main plaza there's a residential area there's an area full of shops called outlander lane you can fast travel to any one of those and then you can tr fast travel to any signpost within a dungeon and once okay. you're familiar with where you're going and where the areas are you're zipping around like it's nothing mm -hmm. and quite frankly this game would feel immensely tedious without it so i am glad they made it as efficient as they did hell yeah this is Hell yeah, hats off to them for doing yeah. that. A lot of a lot of this sounds like a lot of the lessons that were learned very well from Indivisible a few years ago. Sure. Um kinda iterating on that sort of formula. Which mm. unfortunately has that that studio has come and gone which is sad very unfortunate um, uh yeah I had, I had met with them a few times about that game back in the day and I, yeah. I enjoyed it very much but let's let's hope rabbit and bear does not suffer the same fate because they're making really cool shit and i can't wait for the game proper yeah um i don't think we mentioned this at the top but it's 15 dollars, but it's also coming to game pass day one yes you did mention it as 15 dollars, not that it's available day one and on game pass but that's dope yeah, so even if, like, you don't have Game Pass, $15, not uh, a remotely insane asking price, but if you have a Game Pass, definitely give it a shot, because I think it kind of comes out swinging in a good way, like, get you into the action relatively quickly, um, and the writing is very good all the way through. Every character mm. feels great, um, and I, I mean that from the, the three main characters all mm. the way through to, like, the random innkeeper. Okay. I am going to have to check that out. But I got I got to fucking hurry up on um, the game I'm playing right now, because I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, Plague Tale Requiem comes out in or it's supposed to come out in two weeks. You mentioned that to me last time. And Jesus I, Christ, I was how like, is that, that can't weeks? be true. And I was like, the date. Oh, okay. Never mind. Now it's June seventeenth. It's been pushed back. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's still pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. That's. It's still I, I'm only a little sad that that's been weeks? pushed back. That's five weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I need to look it up. Anyway. Okay. I I don't feel as as uh. What what would I say? As pressed for time now. Yeah. Really. Sure. 
I think that's that'll be a good time for that game to release because there's not going to be too much releasing around that time. So. We keep saying this. We we say this every two weeks. Oh no, it's slowing down, and then it doesn't fucking slow down. It. Do I not. feel I feel good right now, Josh. I know you're probably overwhelmed with with indie games right now, but like for me, I've decided that. Like I said at the beginning of the year, I'm just like the games I buy, I'm gonna finish them before. Okay, I but, but play even anymore. with that, I, I I know you have Game Pass and Bug Snacks just became not a PS5 exclusive, and is now on Game Pass along with an expansion yeah, that I need to play. Um, yes, I want to play the 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 Isle of Big Snacks as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly as as well as Loot River and Trek to Yomi, which I wanted to play today, but Game Pass was down because Microsoft decided. Now is a good day for our our, our subscriptions on to just Friday, fucking die on Friday on evening. Friday, when two new big releases just dropped on their on the service. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, oh, I mentioned that in the intro. Are are we not doing that today? Then neither of us were able to get any. Significant yeah, their time with their it service was down. was down. Their yeah, Game Pass was down today. So I think Rich got like a two or three minutes with it, and I I, I was I, unable I, to get it installed. Got about 10 minutes. It is yeah. not worth commenting on just yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, Game Pass was down this Friday, so. Okay. Cool. I, yeah, I that's okay. I That's one of the games that I really need to make time for, so. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for that one for a while. It's been on my most anticipated games of this year, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm same, same. I'm super excited to get to it, it just unfortunately. Yeah. Was not able to not spend my afternoon doing that, which was kind of my plan for today. Mm. So instead, okay. you got day drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good... If you can't Compromise. play Trek to Yomi, why not get day drunk? You just put mm. on a big Ronin hat and drank some sake. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, you... I mentioned this a few months back now since I moved back to North Carolina and, and one of the worst things about Michigan, which most things about Michigan are, are pluses. Like they're, they're generally handled pretty well, but they overregulate the alcohol industry and you can't just order stuff in right without just stupid licenses that you need to get in Michigan. And unfortunately sure. I've been able, unable to order in a lot of the spirits that I've been used to just getting from different distributors that either mm. import or make their own stuff when I was in Michigan. And uh, now that I'm back here, I can get a lot of good stuff, and I've gotten uh, several really nice bottles of absinthe since I've been back because I I don't... was just going to ask about that, actually. That's funny. Yeah, I, I, I love absinthe, fairy. but getting the good stuff has been really tough in Michigan. But I've been able to get a hold of some of the really, really nice bottles that people have been uh it's it's been a tough road kind of re reviving that uh industry since it's been outlawed for such a long time for no goddamn reason mm. um but i've uh i've not gotten a hold of any good sake since i've been back in north carolina and i really need to do that now that i can now that i can do that uh i I know a few good places that import the really good stuff um which uh i i really i should give you a couple good bottle recommendations because as i I know a few people who make the the really good stuff instead of just uh i mean you can probably find good stuff there easily enough as it is but uh 
Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to do that at some point, Shay. I'll have to send you a list of bottles that I know are really nice. Okay, I'm keen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, see if you find anything you really like, because uh, that, that's, that's a whole different world that is not represented particularly well in the States. There's a... Yeah, that's... F- food is always like, there's amazing, amazing food here in Japan, but there are just certain things that I miss. Like, my uncle sent me some Girl Scout cookies yeah. uh, last week, and I fucking just plowed through the boxes. Like, in yeah. three days. He sent me, like, six boxes, and they were all gone <laughs> in three days. Don't uh, take much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of plowing, um, I guess I was playing... <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West a lot this week. Um, I've been messaging Rich a lot privately because he's finished that game a long time ago at this point. But um, that's a game that had a pretty slow start, as as I talked about a while back in the Daunt. But as you get out of the Daunt, it opens up a lot more. And there's a certain point in the story which Rich was telling me, wait, wait till you get to this point. And I had finally gotten there earlier in the week, and I was like fuck, now I'm really engaged with what's happening in the story. Um, you Rich didn't said the like, joke I was making about the Kryptonians. I didn't, like, well, I told you why I didn't understand it at first. But, um, yeah, it's, it goes places. And I, I've really enjoyed that. I've decided that, like, I'm going to stop focusing as much on the exploration. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, and I was telling Rich this, when I was exploring this world, I was just thinking, I want to be playing. <laughs> I want to be playing um, Breath of the Wild, just because the hang glider in Breath of the Wild's better. Um, yeah. You can literally climb anywhere as long as you have enough stamina. Focus. Yeah. And, and let me be clear, like, and I, th- I think this is one of the main criticisms I, I lobbied at that game. It takes way too long to parse out some of the exploration gadgets. Um, whereas, like, Breath of the Wild gets it right in just giving you the tools to explore. Right off letting the bat. You loose yeah. Because there's some stuff that comes later in that game that makes navigating that world way more interesting and rewarding. You know, I wasn't going to mention this. I didn't, I didn't even bring this up to Shay when we were talking about stuff, but since he's brought it up, I actually played about an hour of this game because since I got a new TV, I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's push this thing. Let's, let's, let's play something let's the fidelity. Yeah, yeah. So even though I'm not finished with my replay of uh, Zero Dawn, I played like the first hour of this game Mm. and the game kind of starts off with a lot of goddamn invisible walls and railroading you through an intro section where it's funny because the AI character you're wandering along with will fucking go places that you can't get to because of the invisible walls uh, railroading you through the beginning section of this game. Um, Mm. And yeah, it's it's. Combat's just as great. The the like all the movements just as great as the original. But this intro kind of draws a draws a really it is a not stark great start. attention to how it's not like Breath of the Wild, um, with just specifically the way the the invisible walls are handled. Which, granted, Breath of the Wild does that as well. When you're stuck on the Great Plateau, it's like you can't fucking get off of here. You need to finish hmm. the section before you get anywhere else. But all the Great Plateau is is a very slight sliver of what that world has to offer, and but it's, it's a it, it very still feels sliver. like it's still 
it's a it's, sliver, it, but it still feels like the full game. Whereas it's, it's such an interesting sliver that kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the intro to this game to to uh, Forbidden West feels way more. Go down this path until you get the tools to to not deal with these invisible walls. Also, it's stuff. the most it's, boring path available. Like once you're past the daunt, yeah. every other environment is so much more interesting. Infinitely more. Yeah, and it, like it, I like I, I understand it from a like narrative sense, but frankly, I, I I do feel like Breath of the Wild did it better as far as feeling like yeah, you're stuck here, but you're kind of getting the full experience, just really, really compressed. And this doesn't feel. Opinion. This does not feel like Breath the real the experience. Yeah, like I, I don't feel like this is the the full experience compressed. I feel like it's we've got some shit that you need to get through. Once you get through it, you'll get to the real thing. It is. It is the experience with some really cumbersome training wheels on it. Yeah. 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 And again, like it's it's not bad. It's just you can tell it, it's not the full thing. It's like it's it's obvious that there is something get, keeping you from experiencing the whole. I think game. that's really important to point out is that in this experience, it's not bad. It's not bad. I want to make that very clear. I do enjoy the exploration. I do do enjoy seeing all the machines very similar to the first game. But the thing I will say is that it does feel like it's more gated and guarded and i think that's yeah. a result of it being a triple like a triple a game that's trying to play it safe um in its mechanics you know the the story where it ends up going is kind of fucking batshit crazy which is a stark contrast to how safe some of the mechanics in this game feel or i should say the exploration rather i do think that some of the mechanics in the game end up being a little bit more out of the, out of the ordinary. Um, okay. Rich, I, I, I like the, like the, I have a mixed feeling about it, but I mostly like it. The fight, like you having to use your staff to clear the fire gleam after you get a certain item in the game, which isn't like, it's an interesting choice, you know, like it's never really fully explained, or at least up till this point, why this fire gleam appears in the first place. Oh, it never will be. Um, it, <laughs> the, well, here's the thing. Like, I don't have a problem with mechanics like that, but this game takes way too long to dole that sort of stuff out. And there's, there's way too many markers on your map where it's like, I can't, I don't have the thing to do this yet. Mm. Like that's it, unfortunate. Once the, and you, I know for a fact, you don't have this yet. Shay. Also like the thing that opens up traversal to me so much is once you get the thing that lets you breathe underwater, it's like okay it's a different world now i've been waiting for that so fucking like that's go to vegas go to vegas baby here's one of the things i'm gonna say like this is another one of those things where it's not necessarily completely the fault of the developers but it also like it's partially my expectations but also partly the fault of the developers is that one of the things that they toted in the trailers that when they were announcing this game is underwater exploration is going to be such a big thing in this game. And they, sh they, they show that off a lot yeah. in everything they advertised. And the fact that I am like 20 plus hours in the game, and this is partially due to how I choose how much exploration I do, but it, it's like, if you're just doing this story, it still takes a while to get that 
um, contraption or mechanic to open up to be able to travel underwater. And it's like, if you're going to, if you're going to advertise that this game is opening up another biome, why is that not dropped sooner? And that's once you, once you get that thing, it really does. Like for when the area you get it in is one of the most beautiful areas to explore underwater. And it's not the area you would think it would be. Um, And then beyond that, like the water based machines that you can then encounter are insane. I'm excited for those. I've seen hmm. like I've seen one in the far off distance and I'm like, I don't have this equipment, so I'm probably not going to go try and fuck with it. But um, yeah, that that's something that I think Breath of the Wild did really well that, frankly, I've not seen a lot of games. <sighs> replicate properly hmm. is you get out of the intro section of that game. You can go anywhere. It will be much, much harder because you don't have exactly the tools you need to handle some situations, but you've got tools that will get the job done regardless. You, right. you have the tools to do anything you need to do. It's just a matter of, do I hit hard enough yet to do it effectively? Well, well, not even just that, but like, there are a lot of really hot areas, really cold areas that you can eventually find equipment that will make those way more manageable or but you could also you can fuck with the systems of the game yeah. and just do it anyway yeah um and th- th- this is not that sort of game this is way more no. straightforward metroidvania do you have the tool that does this job sort of progression and the thing is that works better in an environment that feels super linear yeah, this game feels is very open, but then it feels like you're constantly running into locked doors. Yeah, and that happened a little in the first game, but it not... happens a lot in this one. And yeah, it it's it's a testament to the stuff it does well. That like getting past that stuff, I could still come out going, "This is still a very good game." There are just certain things I wish it handled better. Yeah, I like here. Here's the one thing I will say to its credit, though, it does feel like. Even though the exploration is better in a game like Breath of the Wild, the fact that it has more biomes and has more, I wouldn't say dimensions, that's not quite the right word, but when you start exploring those underwater areas, it's really fascinating and it's gorgeous and they put a lot of time and effort into those. That's something that I think Breath of the Wild could have improved upon a little bit more, is having more diversity in their biomes. Yeah, yeah. They're going up in Breath of the Wild too. Like I mentioned before, Hot and cold are kind of it. Yeah. And they're basically identical as far as how they affect you as a player. It's just... um, Different extremes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you figure out one, you can kind of figure out the other and kind of go from there. But this is... Yeah, exactly. It, It. I hope that's something that's improved on in Breath of the Wild 2 as well. Is is kind of making... Adjust to the altitude. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, not even just that, but like maybe making dealing with heat or cold not feel basically the same as far as how you actually handle it um mm-hmm. they, they don't feel that different um like what once you kind of figure out what they're going for you can you can uh deal with it whether you have the exact tools they in, kind of intend to make this situation straightforward or not you can figure out how the world is being simulated and go from there. Sure. Yeah. 
I, I will say this though the story really starts to get interesting and it makes the world more interesting i've liked the, the more diversity that they have in the mechanical creatures in the game they definitely improved upon that there are a ton more and there's a lot mm. of different typing as well there are a lot of different types of like the main ones that you see so okay for sure one minor change that I've not heard mentioned before is uh, hmm. they switched collectibles constantly having an icon above them to a ping system where you can ping around you and see all the collectibles, which that's a minor, minor change mechanically, hmm. but it makes the world look so much better instead of constantly having just fucking icons everywhere. Um, yes. If you want to go great. collect stuff, you ping the map, you see it all. If not, you're not stuck with just this sort of Assassin's Creed looking bullshit everywhere all the time. And I um, want to, uh, I brought this up last, like when we talked about this game in depth, but like uh, that game handles icons so well up to the point of like, you can literally tag resource items and be like, I need this. Yeah. And it'll point you towards things and it'd be like, this thing drops it and get as specific as this machine drops this part, but you need to knock it off before you kill it or it'll be destroyed. Like that's cool. It, they kind of did that in the first where you could, be like, okay, I, I want to search for this collectible in the world, but I don't, I, they didn't do like the the uh, it drops from this enemy. You, type you stuff. can have it so like it starts auto tagging stuff. If you're like, I need rabbit pelts, so there's like a rabbit near you. It'll be like, ping, there's a rabbit here. You said you need that. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. That a lot of the a lot of the just sort of quality of life changes have been really good in this. Uh, from from the little bit I've played so far. Um, sure. Just to make it feel with minor changes so much better. Yes, I, absolutely. I will say this for because this is such a, a thing that happens to a lot of AAA games nowadays is that your your view whenever you're playing the game is constantly bogged down with so many things on the screen. You know, you have your inventory and you have your mission on the side, and then you have this, you have your compass, and then you have your mini map. You're like your screen is always filled with shit. Yeah. The nice thing about this game is you can control to some degree how much shit is on the screen, yeah. which I'm glad developers are starting to do, give you the accessibility to control how much or how little is on the screen. Yeah. And the, the menus, not while not as customizable as something as like The Last of Us 2 or um, Halo Infinite, which was another really good game in that regard, that this game does have a good level of customizability in the menus should you want to spend time in there um but there's so much stuff in there that it is a little overwhelming and i think they could label some of it a little bit better but um it's there there's a lot to do in there uh in terms of customizing so yeah a lot of options hmm absolutely but let's move off that i just wanted to i i put a lot more time into the game so i wanted to you know talk about it in a little bit more detail because i think the first few times i talked about it i, f I felt a little bit bad about being what seemingly was me being negative about it saying like how fucking long does it take to get into this game and um apparently this year i've just been impatient with games because that's been like, like my criticism with every game i've played this year but um no it gets it gets really interesting and good it just um the daunt area was I don't think nearly as interesting as it could have been. And it's now that I'm further in the game, it's really opened up in a beautiful way. Yep. 
All right, let's move off that. Uh, Rich, Rogue Legacy 2. Or was yeah. that Rich or Josh? Yeah, it was Rich. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 has been in early access for a while now, but it just hit 1.0. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to harp on this for a while, but I put in like a decent chunk into Rogue Legacy 2 at this point. That hmm. is... It's Rogue Legacy 1 distilled into something better. Like... Some parts of it might seem a little bit overwhelming if you've ever played the original because like out the gate after your first run here, it kind of introduces all the Rogue Legacy 1 stuff. Hmm. Like okay. you have enough gold after a single run to kind of open like the blacksmith, the enchanter, all that shit and just get these systems going. Okay. Um, But beyond that, it is what you expect from Rogue Legacy. It is run based. It is weird modifiers on your descendants. Um, there actually is a patch today that got rid of Vertigo, uh, cause people have hated that since Rogue Legacy 1. Um, I, for anyone, how would, how, hmm, how did that get through early access? I don't know, but I know I did a run yesterday where it had Vertigo, so if anyone's never played this game, um, basically in Rogue, in Rogue Legacy, the, the main link of this run-based game is you're playing as a series of knights or barbarians or other classes, and every time you die, you now pick from one of three descendants to pick as your next character. Yeah. And they all come with weird attributes. Like some of them might just be, Oh, this person collects more gold or one of the go-tos was vertigo, which was yeah. <laughs> the it entire map is upside down to play it's as Lucille terrible. too. Yeah. You play as Lucille too constantly. Um, my, <laughs> my favorite go-to was um, when you were bitten by a clown and you, you, you <laughs> just make honking noises and look like a clown. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you just get flatulence, which just means you fart regularly. Yeah, every time you um, jump. Yeah, every time you jump, you fart. Um, you can get gigantism, which is exactly what it sounds like. You are gigantic. You can get dwarfism, where you're just very tiny. What? Uh, yeah. Huh. You can uh, you can get like a brittle bones disease, where you die from one hit, but do like massive damage sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's how bones work. They're that's selectively that's, they uh, selectively work in that way. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it just kind of goes all over the place. But the the thing that Rogue Legacy Two gets really right is it gives you so many more tools, like basically all the tools the original game had, very quickly. Like mm. all you got a ton of classes really fast. You have enough gold to get like those main big upgrades from the first game and just get shit rolling. Um, and then the other big change I noticed uh, after putting a few hours in is there's a lot more Metroidvania elements in this one. Uh, hmm. And what I mean by that is there are these sort of challenges you find in the castle that will give you permanent upgrades uh, where you, you basically find these big tomes and they will be artifacts. So, yeah. for example, I unlocked one artifact that now lets me use the dash while jumping. Hmm. And that's just across the board. That's now a new thing for my all my characters. That's that's cool. Um, I, I got another one that was like, I, I found this tome that in the castle, in a lot of rooms, there are these glowing orbs that initially you would hit R1 or whatever on them. And it would just give you like an intelligible message. Yeah. And now I can, I can calm my inner eye and I can understand these messages from spectral visitors. Um, I don't remember if this was in the first one, Josh, maybe you'll remember there's a really okay. good air recovery now. I don't think it was in the first one. I can't one. remember if that was a thing or not. But it feels really good. 
I don't uh, remember that particularly, but it's been, it's been a so while long. since I've played one. It's been so long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is definitely something I'm going to put a lot of time into. Like, Rogue Legacy didn't obviously start the the rogue like thing, but I think it did it really well back in the day. I think it was one right. of the better rogue lights as far as like yeah. the 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 feeling of progression between runs has kind of. Frankly, people have been leaning on that rogue light formula way more, but I feel like this kind of drew attention to it and did it in such a satisfying way in in the original yeah. Rogue Legacy that uh it it kind of it kind of rewrote what you should be focusing on as far as upgrades go between runs. Uh yeah, yeah, like it, it, it definitely wasn't the first one, but it kind of, it really kind of refined what it All could that, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, it's 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 very much Rogue Legacy one, but just with a lot more modern trappings and some some different ideas that I think are welcome additions. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I've heard good things about it. And Ray just said he finished it, right? No, he finished the first boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's probably been playing for 12 hours. I don't think yeah. I've made it to the first boss room yet. Yeah. Is it a pretty long game? Uh, the first one was pretty long. It, it, hmm. It's hard, I mean, like, by rogue probably. standards, it's like, who can say for sure? So much of this is kind of dependent on your... Playstyle. Either playstyle and or luck and or skill. There's there's mm. kind of a there's a weird overlap in these sort of games between like w- whether you happen to figure out certain mechanics early on or not. Yeah. Um, that will drastically change your play times. Um, mm. In in this sort of game. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, enough of the yes fuckers. Um, <laughs> so, Josh, you played a game called Loot Rivere. Exactly, exactly. Loot Speaking Rivera. of roguelikes, uh, this is one that Rich and I saw at... Oh, fuck, when was Something. this? Something. Was it E3 last year? Some was... trailer in a show somewhere. Yeah, I don't remember when we saw this, but we definitely saw it during one of the shows we streamed during the last year. It's um, true. Loot River is another top-down roguelike uh, slash roguelite. Uh, however, it seems like most of the progression, at least what I've seen so far, has been more of that very much... Of the rogue-like variety, where they're not giving you straight power increases so much mm. as you've got new options. Like, this this can now randomly spawn during a run um, type of upgrades. Um, not strictly. I have gotten an upgrade that gives me an extra potion at the beginning of a run, which uh, is also not a strict modifier. You've got five slots that you can slot in different modifiers to your next run mm. in the game um, that will just change certain parameters, one of which being, again, like I said, this just 
it, it's just a straight power upgrade. You start with five potions instead of four. Um, most of them are just changing things about the world, uh, at least from what I've seen so far. Mm. Um, the big kind of gimmick slash mechanical change to this one is that uh, Loot River is a top-down roguelike with sort of, you know, at this point, it's kind of assumed that you're going to have at least inspired vaguely by Dark Souls-style combat, um, where you're, you're locked in, into animations for a long time and there's a parry system, that, that sort of thing. Um, the conceit to this one is that uh, the platforms you are on while wandering around are Tetris. They're, they're not Tetraminos, but they're sort of that Tetris-inspired shaped platforms that you can move with the right stick. Uh, So any platform you're on, whether it's a little, you know, four by four or a, you know, one of the S shaped pieces or whatever it happens to be, Mm. you're not just moving your own character. You're moving the platform you are on uh, in this world, which kind of leads to some puzzly type problems like okay i want to go over here but i need a piece that'll fit through this section to get where i need to go and i need to move it around these other blocks but i somehow need to it's 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 a really puzzly sort of feeling to the exploration which which is cool but Mm. uh on top of that you can also kind of use it to control the enemies which sometimes can get overwhelming um to like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna move this piece to dock it with this other piece where there are just a ton of enemies, let one or two of them on the platform I'm on and then back the fuck up. So I only have to fight a few of them instead of all 20 that are, that are coming at me at the same time. You know, Um, what's hilarious. You know, what's hilarious about that dude is I was, while you were talking about it, I was looking up some like gifts of the game mm -hmm. and watching the main character, like slam a platform at an enemy. And it's a very phallic looking piece slamming in and out. So you're talking about like, you're talking about like slamming and all this shit. And all you can think about is just innuendos right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. In your endo. Exactly. Um, It's, it's, it's a really cool conceit for a, just, you know, the, 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 the core mechanics very unique <laughs> yeah 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 I, i've really really liked it just for me trying to you know comprehend how the game even works like at a base level it's really cool um i've I had think some that's... issues with again like it, it, this is a weird mechanical system to begin with and i think to avoid you doing skips or whatever they've made some of the movement a little rigid um and if 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 it it feels overly stiff in places like i've gotten stuck on floor geometry more in this game than i have in in a while Mm. um and just like little things here and there that just kind of make it feel more finicky than it really should as fluid as the game looks a lot of times it feels way more restrictive than that um Hmm. which is a little unfortunate because just from a base level i'm really liking it like they're doing some cool things with 
the world building of having this be, you know, again, trying to trying to do that sort of Dark Souls esque. Okay, we've got this mechanic in game. How do we justify it in world? Like you're going right. to be re- reviving over and over again. This is not just you died. Not, oh, that's not how the story went. Which, frankly, I fucking love about the Sands of Time reboot of Prince of Persia. That sort of no, 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 no. That's not how the story went. It's just just Don't someone hand waving it, yeah. hand waving that you died. It's the best is, way to handle is, it. That's the fucking way to do it. Whereas this one is much more of that Dark Souls variety of, oh no, you can't die, period. What, what, what sort of ramifications are that into a world? Um, and the way this game handles it is that anytime you die, you're just reborn into another multiverse sort of world, which kind of also justifies it being a roguelike with a random seed sort of situation thing. Mm. Um that's fine as far as the narrative explanation of that goes. Um, it's cool. Like I, I'm enjoying a mechanically what they're doing as a, at a base level and then B some of the story stuff they've got going on with everything being floating on, you know, like the, the little, the little Tetris pieces you're moving around on are all floating around in these flooded caverns, which some king who got power mad and whatnot decided to flood the city to to do whatever. I, I, I'll I'll not get into super spoilers there, but like it's, we've it's, all it's, been it's, there. It's neat as a mechanic, as a conceit. Um, I remember the reign of the Sun King. Exactly. It's it's a crazy few years. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I love a lot of what they're doing. It's a little futzy with with how it kind of handles the movement and whatnot because of you know the base game is so weird like it's not like they can find another way to handle some of the pathing issues they're creating completely brand new in this game um mm. so like it, it makes sense that it's a little bit finicky but also like it draws attention to a lot of the artifice whenever you start walking somewhere and just get fucking stuck on a corner in a way that frankly I've not gotten stuck on corners when walking around stuff since like the early aughts in a lot of ways that I'm just rediscovering in this game. Um, what a fun experience. For you. Yeah. Um, what a fun, sexy time. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I mean, li- literally, I mean, you're slamming blocks into tight crevices. Exactly. So. <sighs> No, no, it's it's really cool, and I definitely think it's worth doing, worth worth experiencing. This this is Josh, another one that's on on Game Pass as well, kind of like Rich was mentioning can, earlier. So uh, yes, I, I'm I'm sorry. Can you can you just hold on a second? I kind of have an emergency. Really quick, hold on just a second. Mm-hmm. Hold on, sorry. Got to got to slam some blocks. Okay, sorry. Um, that somebody was, really was at fast. the door. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, you're loot, really sweaty. Uh, uh, loot River is uh, on Game Pass. Yeah, now it's on Game Pass now. Mm. Yeah, check it out. Uh, okay, if Game Pass is working, yeah, it is. It is. I know I'm working. I mean, what? You gotta work, bitch. Uh, Rich, you played yes. a game called Phantom Bra. G- Bri- you did Bri- this bit. 
you did this bit with the same game last week. Yeah. Bry. No, Bry Gade. I know we're a free show, but I, I, on, it still man. feels wrong. It feels like it feels fucked up. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Rich, so you were telling me earlier that you played a game called Phantom Brigade. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I, I put that, some more. Is that professional enough? Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Okay. Um, I, I put some more time into Phantom Brigade. Um, I was hoping Josh was also going to before this show, but he forgot. Mm. Um, so I'll just talk a little bit more about, uh, for anyone who, who did not listen, uh, this game is from, I feel like an asshole. So I need to look it up. <laughs> what uh, the fuck is going on? <laughs> that was a robot voice. <laughs> Um, it's from Brace Yourself Games. It's in early access on Epic. They were kind enough to send us some codes for this. Um, it's a mech tactics game. And as I was kind of elaborating on, that was very early hours last week. Uh, the thing that's kind of cool about this is the way you arrange your actions in this game uh, are essentially on a what, what appears to be a video editing timeline. And you can kind of slide things up and down to make them happen at different intervals in between the movement. Um, in that time so unlike a a thing a lot of tactics games don't let you do there's a lot of running and gunning um and there's a lot of collision with the environments and stuff uh and and one of the main narrative elements to explain why you're fighting this way is you're equipped with a device called the probability matrix which gives you a, a general idea of what action your opponents are going to take and I was pushing this to the limit a little bit uh, when I was playing it last night because I was like, let me see how far you can push this. And I had a mech that was limping and about ready to go down. And I could see on the next turn my enemy was going to charge him with a shotgun and attack him. So instead, I lined up my timeline. So much like we were playing a fucking football game, one of my other mechs would just shoulder charge into it and knock it down as it was running towards the other mech. And my other mech took a lot of damage for this, but it would 150% worked. Um, hmm. there, That's there's awesome. Something, yeah, there's something really cool about the way this game handles that sort of stuff where you can, if you're quick enough with it, trick an enemy mech into stepping on one of their own tanks or trick two enemy mechs into colliding and like dropping and taking damage that way. Um hmm. Getting a few more battles in, I was also able to deal with a lot more of the management uh, aspects of it, where you're sort of traveling between territories in between matches and scavenging materials after battle to repair and make new parts for your mechs. Uh, you also have to manage like the fatigue of your pilots. If if you have a mech go down in combat and you fail to eject the pilot before the mech explodes, you can lose a pilot entirely. This is a very XCOM levels of you need to be on top of everything and be willing to accept some loss tactics game, hmm. which I like, but also it works actively against my brain because I'm like, my pilot died. I need to reload because I'm sad now. Um, how how it, does it handle that loss? Because that's XCOM is one of those games where it seems like, oh, you have to deal with this now. But all the systems kind of overly fuck you to the point where reloading is the option in XCOM which is yes unless you're playing Iron Man but yeah. uh there there is a way to recruit new pilots though I haven't gotten deep enough to really explore that yet okay. and I've deliberately not lost a pilot yet 
Also, right now, it's worth noting, it's clear that you're going to get other mechs. I still only have two at the moment. And I'm just doing a lot of like swapping different armor types and okay. uh, let to to sort of, you know, deal with how these mechs are performing and what weapons they're using. Okay. Uh, you're also managing pilot fatigue, which can affect their performance and accuracy and things like that. Uh, performance. So, right now, I have two mechs and four pilots. So it's about as simple as kind of swapping them, swapping them yeah, in yeah. and out and giving them time to rest. There, there's also thrusting them in the battle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also like events where you kind of need to accept different losses to kind of help the pilots out in that. Uh, for example, like I was saying, you're traveling on a map and basically think of it this way. The, the nation you're in has been conquered by an opposing force and you're basically like this guerrilla squad of that that's left and like freedom fighters, basically. Um, oh, gorillas. Yeah. So I, I reached a point where I cleaned out I, the. F- huh. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here either. Um, I, I cleared out the first territory. And once I did that, it was basically you get a message saying, hey, there's an event happening. Um, we did it. We cleared we cleared out this territory. Let's celebrate. And oh, you can choose to territory. take the whole night off and let the team celebrate. And it like really brings fatigue down. But you waste time and you use a lot of resources. You could choose to just like be like, we don't have time for this. We got to keep moving and it'll fatigue the team a little bit more. You could go, eh, we can't really stick around, but we're going to take a half day. Like the people are throwing this parade for us. So we're going to stick around for that. And you use some resources and get a little bit of fatigue back. Um, so I don't know how much that stuff is going to be expanded on as the game continues. Okay. But it's also worth noting th- this game is it feels very finished in a lot of respects, but it's still in early access. So new, who knows how much stuff like that is going to change, whether there'll be new okay. random events or, or other stuff like that's, that. Uh, that's something that I think XCOM has always struggled with. And I, I think they kind of finally handled the best with their last game, where instead of having random recruits, you've got actual characters between levels. Uh, Chimera um, Squads is a very different game, but I love that game. Yeah, but uh, I, again, like, The feeling of deciding, okay, one of my guys is going to have to die for this in something like, um, oh, fuck my brain. Um, I'll fuck it. Jesus Christ. Um, we've been talking about it this entire goddamn section. Um, fuck. What's the, what's the, Jesus Christ, the tactics game that we've been talking about. Not XCOM. Triangle strategy? Not triangle strategy. The the one that's it's 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 a chess game. Shining Force? Um Oh my god. What the I Shining don't know. Force. <sighs> Into the Breach. Into the Breach. There we go. Christ. I when I knew you decide to jump one of your characters for that. They die, your pilot dies, kind of in a similar situation. Yes. But you have an AI that will then pilot that mech for the rest of your run. Yeah. Uh, so you've still got the mech. You just lose any bonuses that your pilot would have given you from from kind of having you know a person there with experience to to handle these situations. Yeah. Which leaves you in a weaker state, but not an unwinnable situation. Whereas I, sometimes losing a character in XCOM reload, like I was like I was saying earlier, it's just it's, it's yeah, it is I, such a hit that it's not worth trying to come back from in a lot of ways. I, I don't know if you can, you know, do pilotless mechs in this. I've seen nothing mm-hmm. that would suggest you could like these. This is very much a world of like the, these mechs are walking tanks. They're not like AI driven yeah. uh, machines, but also like there's 
and I need to explore this a little bit more because I haven't engaged with it too much, but there's a lot of systems in place to sort of let you cut your losses. Um, a lot of the encounters I've been on will have goals to fully clear a territory and seize it. But yeah. a lot of the time you can reach a goal where it's like, all right, there were two mechs when I landed and I took them out in another turn. Reinforcements are coming or I could just get to the evac zone and we can cut our losses and get get some supplies and get the hell out of here. Hmm. OK, because mm. yeah, that, that, that's something that I think has been a. Like uh, uh, how you handle losses has been a hard nut to crack in a lot of these tactics games like on, on mm-hmm. a on a macro level. Um, sort of that in between missions feeling. Um, so, uh, so far in, in its early hours, I think this game does a really good job of putting you in the position of we're the underdog. We're scrounging for resources. There are five of us just trying to keep these two mechs together. And I think a big element also is that is how repairs are handled because it's, you know, a lot of games would just have that. Well, I'm going to expend this resource and get this mech repaired now. Yeah. You need to expend your travel time as you go to other areas to repair mechs in this. So mm. you're not clicking to repair something. As long as you have the resources, your team's going to repair it as you're moving. But once an encounter starts, it's like whatever we're working with, like if I have to slap an extra arm I have on this mech to get it on the battlefield, that's what I'm going to do. But okay. like you're you're rarely going into an encounter in, in peak performance conditions. Mm. OK, that, that's I like that as a conceit generally is, is kind of having to rethink how you're even going to handle an encounter. Yeah, it's it's. It's something that and a lot of times I'm fighting my own nature in having to like make a calculable loss. But I also like it once I can push myself to be like, no, this is just this is how this game is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, no, that that, that sounds that sounds promising anyway, as far yeah. as the, you know. Again, okay. like this, I've talked about this before is is a lot of times the tactics within a game are great, but sometimes how they handle that sort of intermission stuff is really kind of what makes or breaks an experience for me as far as I think the conjunction of that stuff along with the tactics and a lot of the weird physics stuff and the way you actually have to think about like this is like a a 30 ton war machine I'm toting and I need to think of it that way like it does a lot of that stuff really well that's weird that's the name okay. of my penis that's I mean yeah but that's that's a disease man yeah I do have elephantitis Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. I have fat nuts. <laughs> that's that's also my porn name. That's the medical term. Yeah, that's that's the hashtag. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but your boy he no, please, doctor, don't. He don't has fat it. nuts. No, <laughs> my boy, <laughs> my boy, mom. I can't stuff my nuts in my jeans anymore. I'm sure Brace Yourself is very happy that that is what we're screaming about while we talk about their game. Uh, (laughs) They'll have a giggle. But on that note, should we go to break? We'll break it. uh, Yeah, let's go to break. Yes. Yes. I think we got everything. Yeah, and my mom used to hit me. All right, let's go to break. Uh, We'll be back. (laughs) That's hilarious. My grandma's dead. That's funny. I fuck your grandma. Anyways, uh, let's go. I guess what that's why her? she didn't move around a lot. <laughs> Rich, I'm sorry I made that joke. All right, let's go to break. We'll be right back after uh, 
the, these messages. <laughs> ah, the summer breeze. The sun is beaming. The waves are crashing. Life is good. Mister! Mister! Uh, m- what? Mm. What in the blazes is going on? X-Tree! X-Tree! Read all about it! Read what, lad? Spit it out! How did you find me on vacation? Swordjump has tank tops, beach towels, and much more over at store.swordjump.com! Store.swordjump.com? Store.swordjump.com! Store. Dot swordchomp.com. Yes! Store.swordchomp.com! Store.swordchomp.com. Yes, damn it! <sighs> it worked. I can enjoy my afternoon nap in peace. Hey, mister! Did you hear about store.swordchomp? Hey y'all, we're back. Hey we're gonna y'all, we're gonna do some polls. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hey now, hey now, fellas. Yeah, do you wanna just play video games? I just want. I don't even remember the tune <laughs> of the song. Yeah, I just I wanna even, play I video games. I don't want to bring us back to this place. Yeah, how right, too late. I already did. Yeah, fucking fuck. <laughs> Rich, we're gonna get DCMA'd or whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll happen for that. For that, they're coming. They're coming no, for nobody us. wants to claim that. <laughs> yeah, they're they, too they, have, they have to admit to it to claim That's that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I wonder if, like, when they when they apply for jobs now, they're like, "Yeah, I used to be in a band." I was in a pretty. I was in yeah. a hardcore band. It's like I'm. I'm sorry. I, I was. I was unemployed for that period of time. Really? And like you were eleven. We didn't ask about that. It's like, no, I, I was. I was unemployed. Yes. <laughs> Please respect my privacy. I mean, that's a little legitimate question if you're a child in China. But anyways, uh, oh. so yeah, that's true. First poll of the day: uh, Embracer Group has bought many of Square Enix's Western IPs, such as Tomb Raider, Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Deus Ex, and more. What are your thoughts? Um, I wanted to know what <laughs> the listeners thought. Sixty-two uh, percent of people thought that's awesome, and thirty-eight percent of people thought I don't like it. What are your guys' thoughts? My thought is I bet Square Enix doesn't like it now that the NFT market's crashing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Frankly, given the fact that they were willing to do this this late into the goddamn NFT game, I don't know if they know it's crashing yet. They They'll might not find out for weeks. another four months. They'll notice in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, they're, uh, they're really hedging their bets with... Um, their Western games, they they held on to some Western stuff, like uh, they held on to like Life is Strange and a few other things. Um, but I don't know. I also like here's the thing. I also don't know how to feel about it because Embracer is just like collecting IPs at this point, and it's yeah. who can ever tell what they're actually going to do something with. Um, 
really what I'm more like I don't give a fuck about that Avengers game. Uh what I'm more worried about is like I really hope there's a sequel to that Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah. This, I I don't know yeah. why you would get rid of that or Tomb Raider. Like those games are so big. Yeah, those those are the two, right? That it feels like there's there's something that can be had I, had I realized this was a sort of state Square was in, I think I would have motioned for us to buy these IP. Right? Yeah. Well, also, here's the, I don't think they're in a state now either is the thing. They were hedging their bets on the, the NFT stuff. And also their Japanese titles are in a better place now than they had yeah. been in like the past decade. Who knows if this really ends up biting them in the ass or it just goes, eh, we're not going to make a Tomb Raider fucking whatever. I mean, frankly, I given the revival of Final Fantasy 14, the company could Square Enix could survive on literally one game at the moment. Uh, given and I, I think things like Final Fantasy yeah. 16 on the horizon are going to do well for them. Like mm-hmm. they have irons in the fire, like Dragon Quest 11 did very well for him. They, they yeah. have stuff that's going to do just fine. Yeah, no, they're they're not in a bad way after this in any way. It just it feels it feels <laughs> really short sighted. It yes. feels really short sighted that they're willing to make this trade for a fucking dead industry that literally everyone's been making fun of since before the industry existed. Since like, before they learned what it was. Like I I, I understand that scams are fucking catnip for corporations. Like, why make something when you can make nothing and have people give you money anyway? Like, mm. this, 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 is, this, is, this is the goose that lays the golden egg for companies, is, is fucking NFTs. A picture of a golden egg. The, exactly, a JPEG. Like, there, there's not... It's got a checkerboard pattern behind that golden egg, but it's it's not a real checkerboard pattern. It's 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 please baked it's not, baked into the image. Um, please do not copy those. Yeah, um, like I understand it from a hey. Would you right click a car? Yes. I generally as a rule I never of thumb, understand yes. that question again because like you would you wouldn't download a car like if that were possible. Of course I would. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. You, what are you insane? I, I like how we literally just did that bit two days ago, Rich, and people are going to be like, is this deja vu when they hear Holy that? Holy shit, the I forgot that happened. I thought that was like a dream I had. Nope, that literally was two days ago. I yep. fucking, I'm tired. It's been a while. Yeah. I have no opinions about this one way or the other, other than why would you get rid of some of your um, best grossing, most popular titles, but I, I'm not I, business I'm Avengers, person, so. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I understand it from their point of view. A very stupid, fucking, lazy point of view where you want to make money for doing absolutely fuck all. I understand it. But, like, as far as how I feel about it, I don't, I don't know enough about this new publisher to know... Are you talking about Whether this group? is a good thing for us or not. Which is frankly em- all I give a shit about. Because are you talking about Embracer Group? Embracer Group, yes. They are they are the biggest uh, gaming company in the UK right now. They're fucking huge. They've been embracing for a while. 
they yes, have. but the biggest the biggest publisher in the UK is an awful lot I'm I'm nearly the biggest publisher in the UK and I don't publish anything. Right out, chaps. Well, to be fair, Josh, they have THQ Nordic, Gearbox, Saber, Aspire, uh, Crystal Dynamics, okay, Idos Montreal so Squirt. They have a ton I think, of so they make I think it's three more Sabre. games than me per year. I think it's called Sabre. No, it's Saber. I watched The Office. Thank you. Uh, next poll. If you could be one of these two protagonists, which would you want to be? Kratos or Nathan Drake? Who do you think won, guys? Uh, Kratos. That's mm. who I think won. Josh? I think Nathan Drake won, but I think this is probably fairly I w- close. I would have picked Nathan Drake, but I think Kratos won. Why do you think Nathan Drake won, Rich? I don't. I thought Nathan Drake won. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Why do you think Kratos won? Rich? I don't know. I just feel like people are high on Kratos right now. I mean, they've always been high on Kratos ever since he dropped. But yeah, no. Uh, but I mean, like, I think Kratos is more uh, at the forefront of our minds culturally. Everyone's mm. getting ready for for ne- the second never, act of this game. There's never been yeah. a better time to be Kratos. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Josh, why do you think uh, Nathan Drake? Um, because his family doesn't randomly die because you know his family dies because he shoots them yeah exactly exactly okay well I'm happy to tell you that uh, 39% of people voted for Kratos 61% of people voted for Nathan okay. Drake okay yeah he's handsome it's and he's true. so blase. He's so blase about his murder. I love yeah. that about him. He, he's so great with his daughter in in uh, spirit. The, uh, yes. Hmm. Uh, oh, fuck. What's the company? Anyway, what? Who cares? Anyway, that that, that Netflix show. He, he's great as the dad in that who marries the school teacher and and. Anyway. Yeah, you're I, just uh, naming you're just naming Hallmark movies. Just interchangeable. Well, just <laughs> basically the same. It's 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 it's. I think it was a book series that. Uh, DreamWorks bought the rights to and decided to make a Netflix show of and, and it's, sure. it's, it's it's kind of all over the place but he's really good as the dad in that are you guys in favor of the um, no the reverse Hallmark movie I don't country, know what you're talking about cu- country boy uh, moves to the big city goes to the big city for Christmas and uh, a hard working business woman uh, convinces him to, you know, stop celebrating holidays and move to the big city. That's my favorite episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Slap him with a reverse hallmark. <laughs> I'm just going to slap down my skip card on that one. Reverse, reverse! Draw two. Or something. You're not allowed to stack those. We. Uno tweeted at me about it. If you had the choice between those two, which would you guys pick between Kratos and Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake, he's handsome. Mm-hmm. See, I would have picked Kratos because I get to kill gods. Why? What is it with everybody's upset? I, okay, then I pick the 14-year-old protagonist of any anime. I get to kill gods. Mm-hmm. You get to kill a god, not all of them. Yeah, but like it's a weird Japanese god that that counts for something. Uh, listen, uh, when 
When Kratos... <laughs> Listen, I'm just waiting for uh, God of War 7 where Kratos kills the Judeo-Christian God. I would fucking come we'll get there. so hard. We'll get there. I, th- I think he's he's on track for that. When you see a health bar under Jesus of Nazareth, that's yeah. when you know God of War's made. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, you start with the Greek gods, which no one gives a flying fuck about. That's, that's the whole reason that those are popular for reimagining, is that... Because we'll, we'll cast Russell, we'll cast Russell Mr. Papadopoulos. <laughs> no one gives a shit. What, um, what if... What if God ends up killing, or sorry, if Kratos ends up killing all like the current day gods, like he kills the yeah, Judeo Christian God, he kills you mean, Allah, you mean NASCAR he kills Buddha, and, and, and Visa, Tech Boy, all the current gods. I'd be, I'd be all for that. Kevin Bacon. So, so, he, so he's gonna kill DJ Khaled, Donald Trump, <laughs> and and Mastercard, <laughs> Vladimir. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Steven Seagal and Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Amber Turd. Oh, because she did poopy in the bed. Yeah, oh, she God. did poopy in the bed. <laughs> she did poopy in the bed. <laughs> Somebody sent me a meme today, Shay, that you'd appreciate, where it was like the uh, the Always Sunny thing with Charlie and Frank, but with Johnny yeah. Depp and Amber Heard's heads on it, where it's like Johnny Depp being like, we wake up, and there's a poop in the bed, and we ignore it, because, you know, all right, accidents happen. But the next day I wake up, <laughs> there's another one in the same exact spot. She made a poopy in the bed. <laughs> the lady done made poopies in the bed. She made the poopy in the bed. <laughs> all right next poll uh before we become too unhinged she that seems mo- like a terrible person i think that i think that train's coming on <laughs> that moment where you break your monitor or tv playing switch sports when you should have been wearing the free straps nintendo gave you um 37 of people said time is a flat circle 63 percent of people said dumbass I don't understand how we're still doing this. I, I, I understand that people are still being born. So technically, it's possible some of these them, people these people weren't alive when that happened yeah, the first time. Haven't seen this before, but like, even without that, how do you fucking throw them without well, the goddamn wrist strap? Let, like, let me be clear with you guys because i don't know if uh either of you have put any have played any switch sports yet but the amount of put on the wrist straps warnings it sends you it's like stepping in a time machine i feel like i'm playing the wii again yeah and frankly the only time the wrist strap was necessary in the original was playing darts and you didn't need to you could still kind of flick and hold on to the thing but it felt better to actually throw that wii remote you know have it attached to your mm. wrist and launch that fucker. That yeah. that was that was the only time where you really needed the wrist strap to to mm. get the the actual experience that was intended is to throw that Wii remote and have it stay attached to your wrist instead right. of flying into a wall mm. or your TV. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't understand um how oh, hard one. are you people bowling? Right? 
Yeah, fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, but like some of the pictures have been hilarious to see. Oh, I I remember them well from back <sighs> in the day. The funny thing is these Joy-Cons are even lighter than the Wiimotes, the force with which you must be hurtling them into you, your TV. Right? Like the Wiimotes were pretty beefy. I'll yeah, give you yeah. that. Like just, just the weight of two double A's alone was a lot heavier than the entire... Joy-Con, Joy-Cons weigh Joy-Con. nothing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, TV screens are getting thinner and thinner. It's and true. To, that's true. And to be fair, I do tape two double A's to the back of all my Joy-Cons. Just for the extra heft. Just, yeah, I, just, I need it. You know? I'm trying to give myself forearm strength. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing curls with the... Right? <laughs> with the, the Joy-Cons. <laughs> <laughs> 377! That's me. Put ankle weights on all my Joy-Cons. 999! A thousand! Oh, hey. I don't know if you heard. I just did a thousand of those. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ron Burgundy. I got that one. It's actually uh, Ben Stiller. You're Ben Stiller. I mean, it happens in Anchorman, too, when he's doing the arm curls. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you heard. I uh, I just did a thousand of these. Yep. Uh... So hopefully you guys looked at the picture I just sent you guys, but Twitter user Rudism turned this Fisher Price toy into a fully functional Xbox controller. Uh, I've also attached a PS5 controller to my PC. Mm. It's a good controller. That Fisher Price controller is a good controller too. I bought it for my niece. I've used it. 43% of people said, I need this. And 57% of people said, why would you do this to humanity? I love weird controller stuff, but to be fair, that controller, again, I bought it for my niece. That controller feels pretty tactile. Mm. Um, Fun little note for you guys about that toy, because I'm going to give a shout out to Fisher Price. If you enter the the Konami code on that controller, it makes a little Mario one-up sound. Oh, that's good. That is pretty dope. But the thing I will say is that... As he programmed that controller, every time you press one of the buttons, it still makes the noise from the controller. It's, uh, excellent. Yeah, like he excellent. Didn't, he didn't disconnect any of the other electronics in there. He just added to them yes. to make it work as a normal controller. It's pretty great. Yes. Like, sh- like hats off to the ingenuity, but also... What the, the fuck? The, the ingenuity? The, uh, ingenuité is the French word. <laughs> I want a baguette. Mercy Boker. <laughs> that's, that's the name of my uh, my alt metal band. We are Mercy Boker, and we are here to, how you say, uh, shred, shred the heads. This <laughs> 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 next song is called My Baguette is Soggy and I am Mad. I don't even know where to go with this fucking bit, so I'm just gonna move on. I was desperately trying to think of anything that's, to say. I was like, I can't probably, think of a single fucking that's thing. That's probably to say. for the best. Yeah. I don't know who that character was. I don't either. Um, it's probably over, but at the time that I did the poll, there are many JRPGs on sale on the Switch, such as the Disgaea series, the Legend of Heroes series, and RPG Maker. Go get some games. And uh, 56% of people said, oh, fuck yeah. And um, keep in mind, it rhymes with J, a little long winded, but uh, 44% of people said more like no way RPG. Ha. Got him. 
Golden Week sales are the tits, man. They are. Except, well, they're close to being the tits. I mean, tits are the, are the tits. There's nothing as comparably good as tits. I would say. Sure. But, no, um, I didn't we're, pick any we're, games we're up. We're gonna curb stomp this guy once we're done with the show, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking besmirching the ass over here, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> as, as Kramer would say, I'm an ass man, Jerry. <laughs> I'm an ass man, Jerry. <laughs> Me too. You're not the ass man. My ass looks like a face, man. Ooh. Or my face looks like an ass, rather. The other one is way scarier. That's an idea for a horror movie. (laughs) An ass made of two faces? Uh, When when Ray and I used to work at a gas station together, we uh, came up with an idea for a horror movie about um, a guy who kills women by sleeping with them. Like, literally, you sleep with this guy and you die. uh, Mostly because the working title was Die on My Dick. (laughs) Huh. It's a huh. shame that It Follows came out before you had a chance to make that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and Well, th- see, but in It Follows, you have sex and then you get killed. This, the act of sex is what kills you in this. Ah, Damn. okay, okay, okay. So it's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. The, these women should have got their blood pressures checked so they didn't have heart attacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, this um, summer, die on my dick. <laughs> Anyways, that's the polls for this week. Um, this show has just completely gone off the rails. It's been off the rails, let's be honest, from the I'm moment tired it started. Of you guys. I'm tired of you. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm not tired of you, I lied. Um, but anyways, yeah, if you want to vote on the polls every Tuesday at the Sorchomp Instagram, we love reflecting on the results, as you can hear, or we like to read them reflective. off and then go on tangents instead. Like a lake. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like a circle, but that works too. It never ends. Yeah. But anyways, we're going to get out of here. Uh, I just want to say really quickly, if you head over to swordchomp.com, you get more content from us, such as three new podcasts. Um, Rich just got up a new podcast on Chomping at the Bits about Wii Sports. Check that out. He's also got um, some new reviews that just went up in the article section of our site, which Auden Chronicle Rising should be up by the time this podcast goes live. So not only can you hear his thoughts about it in this podcast, but you can go read more about it on the site. Uh, We also have a merch shop where you can buy various things with our logos and brand on it. And if you buy stuff, send me pictures and I will wrap it up on the site. Also, if you want to support us further, you can head over to patreon.com slash swordchomp. I know everybody and their mother has a Patreon at these days. Um, literally every time I watch any kind of content, someone's like, check out my Patreon. But truly, that is the only way we make money here as we're completely and 100% listener funded. The perks from backing anyone's mother are really good, though. It's... Mm. Like you get to see that nice fucking ass of hers. It's something. It's it's something. That's right. I need an adult. No, you. That's what you get for backing. Because because you're behind one, Rich. (laughs) You don't need one. You're already behind one. Charlene, I'm right behind you. (laughs) 
uh, anyways, we're going to get out of here before we uh, embarrass ourselves further. I want to say thank you to Rich and Josh for joining me um, on this episode of the Chompcast. We will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much and uh, take care. What the fuck happened this episode?